When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Hurry up and wash for dinner, Billy. We're having your favorites. Sloppy Joe's, corn on the cob, and chocolate fudge cake. Aw, Mom, that stuff blows. (laughs) Why can't we have fried dough or elephant ears like when the carnival's in town? I've told you before, Billy, making carnival food requires special equipment that I don't have here in the kitchen. We just can't make it at home. Now, hold on there, Mrs. Patowski. Thanks to the all-new Greasinard, you can enjoy your favorite Midway foods in the comfort of your own home. A Greasinard? Yes, the good people at Frigamall Industries have designed a single appliance that prepares all the delicacies you normally associate with circuses, carnivals, county, and state fairs. Just think, now you can prepare fried dough, fried cheese, cheese on a stick, dough on a stick, corn dogs, dough dogs, fried dough poppers, fried weasel on a stick, and so much more right here at home. But how is that possible? The Greasonart is a combination dough processor and deep fryer with hot grease vat and top-mounted hot grease trays with built-in grease injectors. The problem you have cooking at home is that you can get your grease hot, but not hot enough. Not disfiguring hot, anyway. And that's what sears in that special carnival flavor. Mommy, this corn dog burns, and it tastes like tattoos. Sure it does, Billy. The smell of the midway oozes out of every bite. It's perfect. But aren't all those foods deep fried and hot grease awfully fattening? Just ask yourself this. Have you ever seen a plump carny? Hmm. Now that you mention it, no. They all have a stringy drifters build with sharp inbred rat-like features. Exactly. And this product is 100% carny tested and carny approved. The same technology which carny folk harnessed to become pioneers in the field of stick-mounted foods is perfected in the Greasonart. And the Greasonart's handy size means it fits in any kitchen. Why, it's no bigger than freak show veteran Bugzo the Human Torso, the famous legless armless dwarf, and just look how little counter space he takes up. Right, Bugzo? Huh? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, I'm laying in something really sticky up here, and I don't think it's me, lady. Wow! He takes up almost no space at all on my kitchen shelf. Order your Grease and Art today, and you'll win this giant stuffed dinosaur. Not associated with Barney and Barney Enterprises Incorporated. Come on, what do you say? Nobody's a loser. Step right up. Give it a try. Hurry, hurry. Take a chance. Gee, when I grow up, I want to be a carny. <laughs> Why wait, Billy? You can drop out of school and join now. I know they're looking for someone to comb the fleas out of Gaborah, the gorilla girl, and to sell bootleg cigarettes from the back of the ring toss game. Oh, boy. Can I, Mom? Please? Can I? I guess it'll be all right. You just be sure to eat up all your deep-fried vegetables on a stick and do whatever. 
whatever the carnies tell you to do. Come on, Billy. I'll drive you over myself. We just have one quick stop. Have you ever shoplifted porno magazines while the liquor store clerk is being distracted, Billy? Not yet, I haven't. The Grease and Art, available now from Frigamall Industries or wherever carnies congregate. Good morning. Yes, it's state fair time all across the great country of ours. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's the show. Christy Lee is here with the news. Hi. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. You think uh, Aaron Donald's a good kisser, Christy? I hadn't really thought about it, but I will now. Defensive end for the Rams. Willie and I were just talking about how, how great a kisser Aaron Donald. I'll look him up. I don't even not okay. familiar with his work. Hi, Willie. I bet you he smells good, too. I bet he smells great. Like, oh, I bet really? you he brings his own body wash to camp. He doesn't he, use the he stuff He probably everybody. mixes a couple oh. together. Oh. His own this is the kind of hard-hitting sports we can look forward to. <laughs> There's Josh Arnold. Chick. There's Ace Cosby. Baby, good question. Best smelling player in the NFL. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom. Uh, it's got to start and end with Aaron Donald, I would think. Yeah, why not? Do any of the NFL guys currently uh, endorse an, an odor? A cologne? Uh, Josh Allen does a sh- uh, Gillette commercial where he's shaving. Because uh, where he's shaving. <laughs> Joe Namath famously did brute. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. Uh huh. Joe Namath. I'm just saying. I that's the last. I'm. I know. O.J. Simpson did what? Dingo boots? No, O.J. did uh, Hertz. Remember? remember yeah, he run, did that also. Running, running through the airport, the old lady goes, "Go, O.J., go!" Remember that? <laughs> where, where, where are you going? Yeah, this Aaron guy does smell good. I promise you. See, there you go. And yeah, he, I think people yeah. would think it's a smaller guy. People think big guys smell bad. I don't no. think that's true. And I think big guys shower more. They want to take care I'll of it. I'll put my scent up. I'm a bigger guy. I'll put my scent up Chick against anybody. Always. What, what are you wearing good. over there? I've got the uh, Shea Nation body wash on and uh, the little molten brown. I mix them together. Yeah, he mixes. Tom, uh, Queen Bee taught us that uh, you mix two body washes together and you have your own scent. I Isn't mix ivory is? soap and water. That's, yeah, well, that's, that's, well, that's why That you doesn't surprise any of us. Skin out. You ain't got no game. Spell your cologne again for me. What is it? S-H-E-A, Shea, right. Nation, N-A-T-I-O-N. And who's Shea? It's a Shea like Shea butter. Yeah, it's an African it's a, black soap. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Josh, you. Uh... No, I, I just use one body wash. I'm allowed to buy it because I'm a three percent Cameroon. I see. Ah, uh, Ace, you use a body wash or just soap? Body wash. Oh, really? Uh, I rotate. Today was Old Spice. Is that right? They <laughs> <laughs> hmm. have a lot of body oil. washes out there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good to know. But, uh, oh, you don't have a body wash. That's right. You use soap. Ivory soap. Bar soap. You have, use, a, um, you have a the, puff? Use baby soap, baby shampoo. I have a puff? Please. I don't have a puff. I have a washcloth. What do you use uh, shampoo for? He's tuned up right now, too. He has the shortest haircut he's ever had. Yeah. Yeah, I got a real short. You got a oh. tight? 
I didn't I that. A summer cut? What about... Uh, no, I went to a different person. I couldn't get into my normal, so I just... Uh-oh. Oh, you mean you couldn't just pull into the parking lot and say, hey, can you take me right now? He was so busy anyway, I, I'd take I have been very, an very busy. Uh, Don't you employ your hairstylist's husband? Yes. <laughs> I would never... You, could, you couldn't have thrown that around? I don't pull that <laughs> didn't, uh Didn't John Gotti get a haircut every morning or something like that? No, no kidding. Or at least once a week. At that point, once a week for sure. If I do yeah. my haircut in yeah, my yeah. kitchen once a week. Yeah. That's like Tony yeah, Gotti was always yeah. famously being interviewed in the barber chair, having a manicure. And let me tell you some. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, well, no, you, I. Uh, you need one of the. You need a driver <sighs> and a dresser. <laughs> Like a Broadway show, you need a dresser. What I need is a lottery win. I got a lot I got to pay for right now. I've got tickets. Mm. Yeah, I had tickets. I got to buy them again now for Tuesday. I didn't win. The big big one. There's no winner yet. Yeah, $1.05 billion. But there wasn't a drawing Saturday, right? No, Friday. I had it for Friday. Yeah, yeah, I did. Wow. Over a billion. Yeah, over a billion. Payout would be five hundred and twenty-seven point nine million dollars if you oh. take it in a lump sum. Oh, I was too, gonna, is that with the tax taken out, or is that? Yeah, I was going to give each and every one of you guys a million, but I didn't know it was just five twenty-seven. They take taxes are almost half. Oh yeah. Uh, United I'm States of America. <laughs> the odds Dude, of actually, winning taxes are only yes. worse everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. One in three hundred and two point six million. That doesn't sound no bad. lump sum for Josh, me. Josh, you can move to a place where you don't pay taxes, <laughs> but you have to have your own militia. Oh, my God. You could have a militia. You could have four or five dudes that hang out, shirts off. I just, uh, I, look, I already purchased a parcel of land. I'm working on <laughs> is it. Um, isn't Epstein's Island for sale still or something? I'm doing like Ruby Ridge 2 electric boogaloo, baby. <laughs> Dude, I bet you at Ruby Ridge, the hangout. Is it still for sale, Chick? I think it I, is. Yeah. It's got to be a pretty good hang. Up. Like, before the FBI raids, it's got to be pretty fun just hanging out with your boys all the time. Gorgeous views. Playing cars. Yeah, a couple guns. countries right now. That was really now. just a family, but a couple countries kind of up for grabs. Oh, are there? Yeah, oh, yeah. You got your Niger. You've got um, Haiti. Mo- they they could use a solid government. Right Moscow. Now. I'm Moscow's not looking to refurb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not trying to country. flip a country. <laughs> I want a, a turnkey country. Oh, okay. I can, you know, course, where yeah. they speak English. Yeah, work that hard. Now this country, uh, you can move in today. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's ready to go. Yeah. Epstein Island would be a good option then. It did look pretty. It's pretty, yeah. What about the Wagner guy? Yeah, but it has such a bad rap. Oh, you dude, can you imagine the... Can you imagine telling people where you live? The vibes there yeah. have got to just be... No, that's no. fine. You bring over a holy woman and what have her you... bless aged or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you fine. change the name to? Arnold Island. Arnold Island. <laughs> Ar- Arnoldia. Arnold Island. <laughs> what about okay. jo- really... Joshville? Josh, Josh City. Broken Hyman Island. <laughs> No. There we go. That's, there we go. Now we're taking it right back to Oh my lord! Oh my lord! On that note, um, uh, let's wait see. a minute. I'm interested in Pat's comment. You said you would not take the lump sum. No, 80, 80 years payments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that bad? Well, it's thirty years. You know, but, it's okay, 30. Yeah. You told him that, but that's guy, really optimistic. The Pat. guy at the lottery would go. Really? All right. (laughs) (laughs) You might want to put a will together. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, there's a big lottery out there. Hope you're eligible. Have some fun. Uh, We'll uh, get to that coming up. Now, we opened up with a tribute to Fair Food. And I will tell you this, I did go to a a major state fair yesterday. (laughs) Of course you did. This show will be coming to you from a state fair coming up on Friday. I had to put up with you. No, I. Uh, the reason I didn't get any sleep is a oh, simple one. Here we go. Trouble? Well, we won seven goldfish. Mm-hmm. And so the plan was 
put some gold. Just have a good dinner. <laughs> uh, we we put the goldfish in a, just a big vase full of water. Oh, the plan you, was you today gotta get an air pump. You got to get an air today. Pump. We would get all that organized, right? Yeah. Uh, how many are left? Oh, they're all left because someone dropped off an aquarium and all the stuff. So I had to put that together last night <laughs> instead of going to bed. Tell them about the other goldfish. Don't finish the story. Oh, what you mean? The ones from when I moved? To finish the story. When I moved, uh, I was out of town when I moved. That's that the only way sense. to move. Yeah. yeah. So you, yeah. So you yeah. didn't really move. You just went to a different address when you came home. Yeah, where I where I am now, the custodian and the janitor. The um, the fish there from the previous uh, state fair, theoretically, uh, I hadn't noticed what happened to them. And uh, they were at a, a certain friend of ours. I took them home. and the, they're, So they're still alive. So they may be coming over to join the seven new ones. They kidnapped your fish or you asked them to watch your fish? No, they took the fish. Well, I'm happy that they took them. I just assumed the fish had died during the transition. Oh, my what? God. These are just I, no, goldfish. I, I don't know what happened either. But uh, <laughs> you, you don't have to take the goldfish. You can go, hey, no, thanks. Winning yeah. was enough for us. Oh, just, yeah, tell your kids you that. Don't yeah. your girls understand Just that? participate. <laughs> you just explain. I know Willie was that way when he was a kid. He just uh, understands. Yeah. Daddy, give me the fish. <laughs> so, uh, so like many fairgoers, if you win the fish, be prepared to go by the aquarium and the aerator, et cetera, et cetera. But I put that together last night, so let's hope the fish are all alive this morning. I'll, give, I'll keep you up to date. Right now, it's quiz time. Christy Lee, what is your sleep number setting? Uh, what is it? 45. 45, yeah, thanks. I didn't get much sleep last night. You must not have been on your sleep number. No, I was on my sleep number. I love my bed. I'm going to the couch. <laughs> I love my bed. I just didn't get to bed until late. Polo were, you, were you putting together a fish tank? No, <laughs> I made the mistake of watching an episode of The Bear. Yeah. That oh, was the great. saddest, most... Hang on. Oh, it'll get you. Hang episode hey, six? Hey, yeah, Josh, have you heard of this show, The Bear? I have, yeah. I watched oh. the first five episodes. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Did you really? Hard-pressed to think of a more overrated show. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I, I tossed and turned a bit yeah. after. I had trouble with the one where she's uh, walking around trying different food. That was an episode that I didn't think would end, but I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. What? what 45. Happened? I love my sleep number oh. bed. What's your sleep number, Christy? 45. What does that mean? It means a little softer than most uh-huh. mattresses. That's Chip McGee. Uh, 100. I like that firm mattress. A little bit hotter now. Yeah, see, the sleep number people now. have perfected the adjustable bed. Either side of the bed has its own setting. Every They should call it the everybody's happy bed because uh, it's not you're not just stuck with one firmness level on your mattress. I've, I've explained this. It's so simple. And they have perfected this. Also, you can sleep at the next level because... The sleep number people have done a lot of research. They can help you unlock your unique potential for great sleep with a smart bed that can perform as well as you. Right now, you can save 500 bucks. That's smart. On the next generation, sleep number smart bed plus special financing is available for a limited time. You'll find all the information and the beds at your sleep number store. The beds do lots of different things that help you sleep better, including telling you what the best sleep number might be. Josh, what's your sleep number setting? 65. I see. Thank you. And how'd you determine that? I went to the sleep number store and lied down on the bed they have there and found out that's my pressure points. I see. Sleep number. Check out the store, sleepnumber.com slash BT show. They have all the details on that special financing right now. Coming up, um, if you were climbing a glacier many years ago and froze to death on it, they may have found you. One of the big, one of the big pluses of global warming. Who are you talking to? Uh, 
One of the big pluses of global warming. We've got that. We've got Death Valley in the news, robot preachers. NFL camps open. All right. When we come back, we'll find out about all that stuff. This is the Bob and Tom Show. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. There's Pat Godwin. Hello, chick. Got a song coming up from Pat any second. Mm. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. There's Josh Arnold. Hey, chick. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I am chick, and here's Tom. Hello, Tom. Special hello to everybody in Mason City, Iowa. Huge show over the weekend with Mr. Jeff Oskey and Mr. Pat Godwin. Uh, Everyone loved the show. Just nice job, Good. guys. Jeff and, killed. And uh, I understand you did the same. Thank you. And uh, Pat's... <laughs> I said Jeff killed, hoping I'd get I it. knew what I was doing. <laughs> you killed. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Pat, do you have your guitar out there? Uh, I forgot them today. Okay, good. I got two, Tommy. Oh, that's so nice. Uh, I want to waiting. Yeah, I thought we did get a little music in the mix uh, yeah. on this summer morning. Mm-hmm. Um, the headline is uh, Officers Intercept Cocaine-Filled Cheese oh. at Presidio Point of Entry. In Texas, customs officials found 18 pounds of cocaine hidden inside wheels of cheese. I thought the Presidio was in San Francisco. So did I. Um, <laughs> it is. All right. This is, a, this is an El Paso the border there there's a different presidio yeah it's right by there. um it doesn't make any sense at all i know uh, so the the point is do you hide the cocaine and cheese because of the smell is that what's going on here i would think is that yeah. the idea that they sure and we never cheese did, can be smelly and did we determine why they make wheels out of cheese no easy uh transport mm-hmm. you roll them right along you don't even need trucks they can't make blocks of cheese because they would just you start to roll it and it'll just clunk they make blocks of cheese. You ever get Velveeta in a wheel? Hmm? No, and they should start doing that. <laughs> the Velveeta wheel. Is that going to be a thing? I love Velveeta. Man, oh, oh man. it is tasty. It's That's very good nice. stuff. Uh, but in, in any event, That's, uh, the, uh, that's good stuff. The news story, 18 pounds of cocaine found inside the cheese. Uh, I don't know why, but the authorities x-rayed the cheese and found there were so-called anomalies within. It so must have been how suspicious. Much, how much did the cheese weigh? Hmm. Was there 18 pounds of cheese? And how much? How much was the whole deal? Well, uh, you know something. Why don't you get on that? It's not on this uh, story. Hmm. Well, uh, it's only a cursory preparation. <laughs> what if Pat? I would have known that? Uh, would you like to? Uh... Gotcha covered. Oh, crossing the border there in El Paso was a truck with a load 
full of suspicious cheese. <laughs> From the cartel's barn, where the milk is churned, is a cheese like no other authorities have learned. A wheel of cheese that tastes kind of funny. Why the hell does it cost so much more honey? It's a custom-made cheese that customs have seized. Filled with cocaine from the coca plant trees. Driver on your knees. <laughs> Cheese-filled cocaine profits much better. A wheel of Gouda makes lots of cheddar. And beware, my friends, of this dairy delight. It'll bind you for days, keeps you up all night. <laughs> Thank you. <Ooh. laughs> Thank you very much. A little tribute to cocaine-infused cheese. Uh, cheese, ladies and gentlemen. We now turn to the sports page. Chick McGee is uh, the former doctor of sports. Ladies, uh, I was uh, I was uh, dis- what, what do they do to that? disbarred? What are, I believe you, you lost your medical license. I lost my medical okay, license. Very good. Yeah, uh, uh, what have you got over there in the world of sports for us? Uh, look at this. Uh, well... Right away, uh, Aaron Rodgers is uh, right back into the thick of uh, controversy. That's right. He's the uh, latest New York Jet to rip the new Denver Broncos head coach, Sean Payton, because Sean Payton criticized the New York Jets offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. Have you followed the way I've drifted? Mm -hmm. Nathaniel Hackett used to be the head coach of the Broncos last season. Oh, yeah. Okay. And now he's the offensive coordinator with the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Well, the new coach, Sean Payton, came in and said uh, a couple of things like this. Everybody from that situation's got a little stink on their hands, Payton said. It's not just Russell Wilson. Remember, he had a historic bad year Mm -hmm. last year. And they're blaming Nathaniel Hackett. It was a bad offensive line. It might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. That's how bad it was. Hmm. That's where it got personal. Players didn't like that. The coaches didn't like that. Sean Payton has since uh, backed it up a little bit and said that, well, not backed it up, but uh, started to apologize. Knew that he was. uh, So it wasn't the worst. Maybe it was like the second worst. It was the second worst. (laughs) But uh, Aaron Rodgers had this to say to Sean Payton. Those comments were very surprising. Um, to for a coach to do that to another coach. My love for Hack goes deep. You know, we had uh, Hack some great years together in Green Bay. Kept in touch. Um, love him and his family. He's an incredible family man, incredible dad. And on the field, you know, he's arguably my favorite coach I've ever had in the NFL. Just his approach to it, how he makes it fun, uh, how he cares about the guys, and it made me feel bad that someone who's accomplished a lot in the league is that insecure that they have to take another man down to set themselves up for some sort of easy fall if it doesn't go well for that team this year? Hmm. I thought it was way out of line and appropriate, and I think he needs to keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. Ooh. Oh. That was pretty good comments, a I little, thought. A uh, little Will Smith there right at the end. Yeah, but I mean, well-reasoned, logical. You think? Yeah, I did think right. it was good. All right. He likes the, the, his former coach. is a good guy. Where's your uh, – you normally respond to these sorts of situations with, yeah, but they're all millionaires, so why should we care? That's normally what you say. Uh, no, not in that context, no. Really? No, and you're pretty, I, That's kind of where I'm at. Oh, yeah? The millionaire I, I, thing? I'm sure that the, the, the other coach can take the criticism fine. I don't. Uh, has he said anything? 
Nathaniel Hackett? Yeah. yeah he's remained largely. But Probably because he's focused on his job. He doesn't care what another coach has to say. If he does, he needs his, to relax. His, his defense. That's nice, but... Can we set up a cage match between Hackett and uh, Sean Payton? How about uh, that? I'm not familiar with what they look like. Who are you taking? They're hmm. normal-looking guys, okay. I guess. One I younger than the other? Sean Payton uh, has a history. You, I'm not going to say he's a cheater, but he, he might have a little... Uh... Oh, yeah. He was uh, with the Saints. He got in a little bit of trouble. A bounty gate. He would yeah. put uh, oh. bounties on other Remember players. This? Yeah. So oh. maybe if it's in a cage match, I'm going to take Payton because he, he's not afraid to, you know, he's fish hook somebody, poke an eye. Gotcha. In the cage uh, match, that's what you want. Yeah. You, you do want a dirty... Uh, a dirtier guy in the cage match. So the does point cage is, cage match the, mean anything goes? Is that what that means? And no, you're in a cage. You lock in a cage. It? You're locked. You do whatever in a cage. you want. Well, yeah, yeah but we, if you're not locked in a cage, are you jumping off of the arena and running out the door? Yes. I mean, okay. <laughs> Can't get out. <laughs> I dig how come no one ever does that in a fight? <laughs> in a boxing great? match, how come someone just goes, "Hey, I'm going to run away. I'm come, done. Ca- come catch me, idiot." <laughs> yeah. well, boxing should be a little more like tag, I think, Christy. Because. <laughs> Everybody wants the rematch. They don't want to see this first fight. They want a rematch. <laughs> so the first one, you run away. That's not a bad idea. I'd run, hey, I'd run away. Get out of here. Hell out of here. Oh, but that's not the only NFL problem over the weekend. Jonathan Taylor, running back with the Indianapolis oh, yes. Colts, Man. has said that he Ooh. wants to uh, be traded. He uh, he wants more money. He hasn't. Uh, he doesn't feel like he's being treated properly by owner Jim Irsay and or the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, all right. And um, Jim Irsay had this response to Jonathan Taylor wanting to be traded. I mean, if I die tonight and Jonathan Taylor's out of the league, no one's going to miss us. The league goes on. I mean, you know, we know that. The national football rolls on. It doesn't matter, you know, who who comes and who goes. Uh, You know, and and it's a privilege to be part of it. And (laughs) now is the time you know for us to do our work it's now is a time as an organization and um you know players that are you know 24 25 years old now is the time to seize the moment of greatness what did he say (laughs) Uh, the part about him dying was weird Yeah. yeah can reporters stop asking serious questions at camps because in the background, you hear people having the time sure. of their lives. Yeah. Canoeing. Right. <laughs> they were the going sailor. Circus going on. The kids are playing uh, the NFL experience. Yeah. Throwing the football around. Sounds like it was at the fair. Chick, when you hmm. sent me that, and you posted it on your Instagram, and yeah. you, just, you put the words over a picture of Ursay, <laughs> and I, 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 oh, Chick made a typo. That's no big deal. Because that sounds crazy. And I looked at the audio, and it was just as crazy yeah. as you wrote it. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was just that, crazy. Well, it's verbatim. I don't know why he... Uh, but he's kind of he's kind of saying, "Look, now's the time. Seize the day. Let's have some fun. Go for it. Let's get this over with." Yeah, what's that got to do with Jonathan Taylor? And also, a young having a young deal player, side. a young player asking for a trade. It has nothing to do with your mortality. Right. <laughs> I, well, I, what he was doing there was softening the blow by saying, "If he had just said." Oh, you know, if Jonathan Taylor uh, d- disappeared, nobody would really care. He threw himself in there, too, to yeah. soften that hmm, Ah, I point. see what you're saying. But he meant if Jonathan Taylor disappeared, no one would really care. Which is how Jonathan yeah, Taylor but he, took he, it. He threw himself in there, too. he's upset. Well, and you have said that uh, great running backs for a dime a dozen in the NFL That's, now. That's uh, how it's happened. That's uh, for whatever reason. Do you remember two years ago, Jonathan Taylor was the rushing leader at every single stat in oh, the yeah. NFL? He oh, had yeah. more 10-yard runs, more 20-yard runs, more 30-yard. It was insane. And then the next year, just nothing happened. It was a bummer as a fan. He's very good. Sports commentators should take the offseason off like the players do. Yes. 
Hmm. <laughs> both funny. of these stories are Non-story? high school drama. Mm-hmm. In a, yes. in a sense. <laughs> and boring as hell. <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying it's just... Oh, I am. It seems... Speaking of dying, here's... Uh, remember this Kyle Shanahan quote? They asked him if Jimmy Garoppolo was going to start for the 49ers. Yeah. Um, I can't guarantee that anybody in the world will be alive Sunday, so I can't guarantee <laughs> Remember that. He must have just seen Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah Oppenheimer and, uh, and Ursay's uh, not sure people will be alive. And- That's just like when you're in high school and you have two paragraphs to answer something and you can't answer the prompt well, so you have to make it bigger than everything. Well, first of all, you repeat the question. You always do that at the beginning of your answer. Oh, yeah, sure. Many people have asked me, what are the elements in the periodic table? Allow me to answer in this way. How many words is that? Okay. Merriam-Webster just defines. But as Chick pointed out years, years ago, he just sort of observed. You ever notice if you watch ESPN, no matter what season of the year it is, it's 80% football? That's what's I thought going on. They had, a, they had a, uh, a rule about that, didn't they? Uh, it's supposed to be seventy percent content. It's supposed to be NFL, NFL all the time. Yeah. Even, at, morning, even at the height of the NBA season. This morning I was watching my ESPN and they were doing baseball highlights. And one of the announcers said, "Hang on a minute, we'll get to the NFL in just a second. Oh man! And then they kept doing baseball highlights. It was it was nuts. <laughs> so they must have been told about yeah, that. Josh, you're right. They got to fill time. They got to do stuff. So that's right. And all speaking right. of filling time, let's fill time, shall we? All right. Let's just take a moment. Let's just take a moment. Oh, a little pause. <laughs> Everybody stretch. Stretch it out, Josh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Charlie, oh, Charlie Gosh. Gosh. Spasm. Did you fart? <laughs> I, that, when you want to relax. Not that relaxed. It's like a yawn stretch combo. Oh, did really it, is, this, is this a samba? Did we determine what that was? Summer samba. Oh, the summer oh, samba. Oh, oh, well. The time is right. He <laughs> dressed lighter for that dance. Is there a video where people are doing like crazy like skateboard stunts, but that's the music underneath? <laughs> I, I would get a real kick out of there, that. There can be. Guy doing a flip over the Great Wall of China, and that's the music that's playing in the background? If a guy can do a flip over the Great Wall, that is something to watch. That's impressive. Man, oh, man. <laughs> I decided I might, I might be losing my touch with reality because I watched quite a bit of videos of people falling down over the weekend and I could not stop laughing. Yeah. I'm normally not that wrong. And the site is called Defying Gravity or something. Uh, just a well, smart Speaking answer. of gravity and science, we have an interesting headline here. Headline, Reverse Cowgirl, the most dangerous sex position. Mm-hmm. How about that? A lot of risk. Uh, this is, uh, we'll get to the story coming up. You gotta want it. It's from a doctor, and um, I can just give you a little. Uh, what do they know? Pracy of the, if you will, uh, Pracy. Um, <laughs> the so-called reverse cowgirl position is responsible for fifty percent of all penile fractures. Wow! By the way, if you get a penile fracture, do you ask people to sign your cast? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it turns. Uh, it turns black, right? Do they oh, put a cast? Oh, no, it does. Yeah. I think purple. I think I. Uh, the point is, we're going to be talking about this. and We have a lot of penises in the news today. Oh. We have a guy with two. Oh. I didn't know we were talking politics. You mean that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I heard of him, uh, Dick Siamese. Yeah. No, this is a different man. This guy's a real. 
What? Yeah, remember when we found out that Dick believe. Siamese wasn't real? That was really I, a sad I don't day, believe, wasn't it? I don't believe. No, Dick Siamese was a famous real. porn star. Uh-huh. But it turned out that he did not, in fact, have two identical. I don't believe that. I think he did. He mm. had to start the rumor that he was a myth, so he wouldn't. Don't muddy the waters. <laughs> oh. He wanted to take a break. And a pair. <laughs> it was too much. And a severed penis in the news today. Oh, yeah. boy. So uh, we have one guy with an extra one, one guy with none. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Oh, well. Wait, we got a match. Yeah. This is like Tradio. <laughs> Tradio, Tradio for penises. Josh, didn't you uh, have to go to the uh, doctor that one time? Yeah, well, there was a while. I was actually... Um, it was a problem. Yeah, yeah. I had, what uh, is this? For a while there, I had five... Five, five penises. Five penises. <laughs> no, you didn't. I said, Doc, yeah. I got five penises. You said, how do your pants fit? I said, like a glove. Because <laughs> of five fingers. Wait. Ah. Wait, that chick. You were backing the truck and chick was waving oh, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> chick was waving. Now you got room. Here it comes. Here it there comes. We go. Right, right there. Right there. Um, we've got right a... Uh, right We got a... Uh, aren't you a fan of the band Disturbed? Yes, I am. Uh-huh. They're in the news. Oh, cool. It's all good, on, by the way. Yeah, good. They're on tour. And Have they been yeah. disturbed? Uh, yes. yes. Interestingly yeah. enough, wow. that's the way I wrote the headline. Disturbed has been disturbed. disturbed but everybody's disturbed. okay. I want you to know that. Um, and then um, a topic that I absolutely uh, embrace, menu anxiety. I'm in the news again. <laughs> Why is this a thing? I have a terrible problem with it. Well, no, you don't. No. You, just, <laughs> you never look at a menu. See, period. that's how anxious I am. Can't even look at it. That's right. <laughs> this weekend, he looked at a menu. We got lunch together. Yeah. He had two different things that he was going to order, and right. then I was framing what I was going to order based on what he orders. Right. And then he goes to order, gets a third damn thing. He didn't even get one of the two things he talked about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's living on the edge over there. Yeah, he is. Herbal, did he? It was insane. Ah. I have a thing about checking into hotels. I hate it. What? I hate it. I won't do it. Why not? Oh, it's all on your phone now, man. I don't. I don't. I don't care. I want somebody else to do it for me. I can't do it. You can't check into I a hotel. Can. Even I on can. the phone. I start to sweat. <laughs> I cry. You don't have to ever go to the front desk. No. No, no we'll, that's we'll, not true. No, we're going we're gonna to put these all me. together. We're going to find out about what you order from room service in a hotel while doing reverse cowgirl. All right. With 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 the music of Disturbed on. But first. And, and Aaron Rodgers watching. Uh, the music of Disturbed are playing through your Raycon earbuds. That's right. Raycon's everyday earbuds <gasps> look and feel and sound better than ever with three sound profiles to match whatever you're listening to they feature noise isolation and awareness mode you can choose to be immersed or tune into your surroundings when you need to and you can listen while you travel or during that grueling workout with optimized gel tips that fit every ear ever made and the earbuds are comfortable enough for all day wear and remember these do not budge and with raycon you also get Eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of battery life, and you will love this. They started half the price of other premium audio brands. And no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 56,000 five-star reviews. And right now, go to buyraycon.com slash Tom and get 15% off your Raycon order. You heard me. Buyraycon.com slash Tom. 15% off your Raycon purchase. That's buyraycon.com. Slash I love them, and I, I'll tell you what I used to be. I used to wear those um, those Apple earbud things. Switch to the Raycons; they're like half the price, and they are ten times better. Not just twice as good. Love the Raycon earbuds. Uh, when we come back, we've got naked guys. 
We've got, um, as Christy said, the, the double schlong man. Rabbits. Um, we've got uh, a, a giant statue on the road you may encounter. This is all coming up. I'm very excited. This is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Text us at 888-262-8661. More Bob and Tom next. Are we back? <laughs> Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. There's Hello. Pat Godwin in the hi. performance room. Hi, Chick. Dick, dickhead. There's... <laughs> who said that? Huh? Ace, the legend. There's Willie Griswold. Good morning. Hello, Josh Arnold. Hey, Chick. How are you, man? Yeah, cram it. There's Ace Cosby. I'm Chick McGee, and here's my buddy, Tom Griswold. <laughs> you missed the visual there when, when someone you said Ace and someone said Dickhead. Ace did one of these looks left, looks like, like what the hell did I do? <laughs> Ace did nothing. Now, uh, a couple quick things. Uh, this is unbelievable. Uh, you, you know, Every once we'll in a while, you, you hear about a, a band that's back together. Uh, now, you probably have heard that the uh, the Eagles are going out for their final go-around for the, in the next couple of years, a massive tour. But what about Disturbed? Taking Steely Dan with them. We have news about the band Disturbed. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, the Electric Amish. What? Oh. Have reunited. And it feels so they buried, good. They buried the hatchet. They uh, finally it, got oh. their differences. Coming up this Friday at Mitchell's Sports Bar and Grill in Fort Wayne. Wow. Now, of course, since it's the electric Amish, there'll be no electric power. Um, there'll be... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, there is... Oh, I'm sorry. The lights will be on. 8 o'clock in the evening, the electric Amish. Mitchell's Sports Bar and Grill in Fort Wayne. The reunited Amish. Hmm. I heard they're coming in. They are going to be our special guests. Coming up later this week. Thank you, Ace. Uh, now, uh, also coming up later this week, the Black Moods will be our guest as we do a special show coming up on Friday morning. They'll be our house band. Certainly looking forward to that. So we've got a lot going on, and we. Um, I think we should put uh, Christy and uh, Josh. Josh. Uh, at the top of the Ferris wheel together all morning. And see what happens. Josh, Josh Arnold or Josh, Josh Kennedy? Kennedy right? Josh Kennedy. See, first of all, Josh oh. Arnold will not get on a Ferris wheel. Yeah, I, I tried That's that. Why I said Josh. I I will, but I you you don't like him. I will be I will. scared the whole time. But, he did uh, not God, like it. I, I had mean, a blast he... yesterday. There's nothing more fun than getting in the bumper cars <laughs> and, and running into kids, plowing into your seven year old daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a, a, a good parenting style? <laughs> and, well, as someone needs to explain this to me. The bumper cars don't have as much of that smell anymore. Oh, I love that smell. The it, sparky smell? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a different electronic circuitry the, or what. Uh, ozone, but, uh, if you will? Yeah. Yes. It, uh, just, I, but the bumper car, nothing is more fun. Okay. Josh, are you afraid of the Ferris wheel? Yeah, oh, I don't. Yeah. I, I'm very uncomfortable on them. Man, sorry about that. That makes me sad. No, no, it's okay. There's I, a video up right now on social media where I took Josh on the Ferris wheel a few years ago, and I really thought he was playing sure. that. You know, like ah, uh, no, I, <laughs> he legitimately is not having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't care for them. Well, what if we all try to better ourselves? We can all do something we're afraid of. I, for one, I'm very afraid of Dippin' Dots. Just terrified of Dippin' Dots. So we'll go. That's I'll eat Dippin' Dots. That's not true. I'll eat as many Dippin' It'll be very scary for me. You the guys. ice cream of the future. Yes. The ice cream of the future, and you can buy me Dippin' Dots, and you'll, I'll get over my fear of Dippin' Dots. Oftentimes, a, uh, a Dippin' Dippin Dot uh, phobe. I was also afraid of other people purchasing them for them. Exactly. You that? Exactly. You so need to get over that, too. You guys need to buy me Dippin' Dots, and I then I'll be happy. And... The pork chop on a stick terrifies Ooh. me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, we've got to take care of these. Yeah. Ace, anything frighten you? No. 
<laughs> this is your wheelhouse, buddy. Well done. <laughs> well, we'll get to the fair later this week and look forward to uh, hearing, hearing from the Black Moods. Oh, St. Louis. <laughs> Coming up, we have um, reverse cowgirl news. Um, you ever had it done to you? Answer honestly. I, uh, Which one of your children was me what it was? He asked me what I it was. Don't even, Which I don't even. I don't children? follow this porno. Uh, <laughs> it's not nomen, <laughs> porno nomenclature that you guys all God. swear by. There's nice. a much bigger world out there besides missionary, Tom. Explore it. <laughs> it's in the darkness. Turn the lights on. Turn Tom. the lights on. It's fun. Take that way, your you pants guys, off. you guys can do it. And you can both. You guys can both yeah. still watch National Treasure. It's and, really fun. Yeah. Yeah, and sexy See, talk isn't please, please. <laughs> this doctor, the doctor in this news story, says that the so-called well, let me find the, the so-called reverse cowgirl is the most dangerous position in human sexuality, responsible for fifty percent of all penile fractures. That's almost half. Yeah. And uh, we had. That. Should I just go ahead and do the story? Or oh, no, this is the teaser. All right, this <laughs> is not the teaser. <laughs> it's the story. story. We have to get back to sports. This no, has been so don't. exciting. No, we don't. Any world records today? <laughs> <laughs> he said, thinking he's assisting, but really causing trouble. <laughs> This, I got to tell you, this is a bad one. I... <laughs> oh, no, oh, okay. Tom doesn't even All like right. it. Okay, I'm going, to, I'm going to leave a blank, and you guys, if you guess the blank, I will go home today and never bother you anymore this morning. Well, we don't want that. No, no we no. want you here. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> a blank from Germany has broken the Guinness World Record. What do you think? Kraut. A kraut from Germany. A uh, beer drinking. Um, it's it, the 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 the. Um, it's got to be a boy or a girl. No, right? Don't Man don't no. He means the uh, no. a blank what? from what? No. Germany has broken the beer. No uh, donkey cow. One of those servers with their boobs coming out of their overalls, holding all the all, <laughs> all, all the, the beers. beers. The later hose in. Saint Pauli girl. Yeah, is it one of the later hose? A dog. Yeah. See, that'd be a good record. Go, one of the later hose. I can't play because I know the answer. A rabbit from Germany. How oh. crazy. Has broken the Guinness <laughs> World Record for the fastest time to complete 10 jumps by a rabbit. A Hassenpfeffer? Is that what they call them over there? Incorporated. <laughs> During an appearance on Guinness's Italian TV show. Oh, we did it. <laughs> Welcome to this week on Oh, we did it. <laughs> and you know, coming up, it's going to be a rabbit jumping and. We did it. Will he do it? <laughs> we will see. We did it. There's just somebody stirring pasta sauce in the background. It's a lady rabbit, though. So what does that mean? Why does it matter? Because if it were a boy rabbit, you could call him hair hair. <laughs> Germany, okay, hair. Okay. Uh, the name of the TV show is Low Show DEI Record. Low Record of the Day, I guess. Low mm. Show. I don't Got know me. what it means. I don't know why it's in the story. <laughs> <laughs> the bunny named Penelope oh, successfully good. jumped ten obstacles in seven point one six seconds. <laughs> Do it faster now, Penelope. Go faster now. Huh. Faster, faster, Penelope. Yeah. <laughs> One of these TV talent TV shows, huge set, mm-hmm. massive lights, and it's just this rabbit on a leash jumping over hurdles. Cool about that? Lights. No, I mean it's it. It looks like what is that? America's Got Talent. 
those one of those huge stage. Yeah, how do you feel about those shows? Sounds like you're. I hate them. Oh, I couldn't tell by the way you were talking about them. So anyway, this is huge lights, no talent. (laughs) It would have been better if it had been an Italian cooking show and Penelope shows up. Hey, will will you do it? I brought my lucky rabbit's feet. Wait a minute. (laughs) What? By the way, you ate our record break. Back in the day. When you got a rabbit's foot, was it really the foot of a rabbit? It sure seemed like it. I mean, they had nails, like no, toenails. No, not had, always. Like, fake ones, too, Absolutely. but maybe in the beginning. Yeah. I don't think I ever had a real one. Yep, it was a real one. I don't want it to be a real one. Ugh. Back no. then, they had to be uh, certified by the federal government. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they had the good housekeeping seal of approval right there on the bottom of the foot. Yes. Then I think Upton Sinclair wrote a book about the cruelty of rabbits. Yeah. It's Falling Gray or something. Upton okay. Sinclair. Swimming, swimming down Bukerke. Those, go- those gospel songs. Oh, hey. oh, oh, happy day. No. Oh, oh happy Boy, day. Boy, that's a swing and a mess. I hope we have a lightning rod. <laughs> you got any good gospel jokes over there? We have a, we have a, a quote from the uh, Happy Rabbit, by the way. Yep. Oh, the rabbit in red. A lot of the Get him, Bugs. She's got high hops. She's got high hops. She's got high Don't play along, Josh. German guy hops. Oh, that's better. Uh, we've got more sports. Thank you, Josh. More sports. Josh takes the bad shot, grabs the rebound. Jumps up, stuffs it. Oh, I embrace failure. All right, more sports coming up. That's what I would have said had I not quit just now. (laughs) (laughs) What is that song? Which play is that from? I don't know. I just have uh, the I best of Sinatra. It's uh, a Sinatra song. Guy and Doll. Guy and Doll. doll. Is it? I think. Oh, I just had it on Uh, Sinatra. Can do. Can do. That horse can't. Uh, Now, um, uh, I got the horse right here. His name is Paul Revere. There's a guy who says if the weather's bad. Can do. Can do. And then the uh, homeless man didn't write that. Oh, the extra lyric. Oh, the minorities know their place. (laughs) And the broads in the kitchen and the hay now. Who? (laughs) Because they can't do. Sorry. What Uh, a man can do. Look at this guy. I think he's such. <laughs> Coming up, uh, the sex position that's the most dangerous. Um, Reverse cowgirl that you said 12 times. <laughs> you're going to you're have to explain it to me. This is the Bob and Tom Show. For a complete copy of the Bob and Tom Show contest rules, go to bobandtom.com slash contest dash rules. Or just scroll down to the bottom of the page and see contest rules. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Howdy, Chick. Hi. There's Pat Godwin. <laughs> Hello, Chick. He's at the new. He's at the, where, the performance. He's... <laughs> yep. There's Willie Griswold. Yo, 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 yo. There's Josh Harnold. Hey, Chick. Oh, I like that. Harnold. Harnold. Are you Harney? I'm a Harney Arnold. I was listening to uh, <laughs> one of my uh, favorite podcasts driving in this morning. It's Mo Rocca and Mo Bituaries. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was doing Benedict Arnold. No kidding. Yes. Your great, great, great grandfather, correct? That's right. And I will not have anyone besmirch his no. name. He was a misunderstood hero. Yeah, was, <laughs> he was a hero for a while. He, was, he was a Which true time. badass, especially at Saratoga. And then uh, he wasn't. He just yeah. decided to flip. He's a wreck. <laughs> There's Ace Cosby. 
Hey, I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom. Grisby. I think we need a palate cleanser, something to uh, get anything the... but a joke. I can tell um, you that. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no room for levity here. <laughs> <laughs> no these, time to laugh. Got these show are to serious do. times. I believe it's time for this, um, ladies ah, and gentlemen. So funny. <laughs> so funny. Push it again. Um, this one. Joke of the day. Funny time you mentioned goldfish. I, I have goldfish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're named one and two. Oh, yeah. One dies, I have two. See, now that one, that one is, uh, not only is it not funny, it makes me mad. <laughs> pisses me off a little bit. I don't know. You know what else pisses me? Uh, uh, today, some uh, students around the country are going back to school. Oh, fired up about it. And yeah, I want right. to talk to those students right, right now, if you're right. listening. Uh, on behalf of America, I apologize that we have failed you and that you have to go back to school before August 1st. No yeah. kidding. It's yeah. amazing. Yep. This when is, I was uh, a kid, uh, the first week of August was uh, evening practice, first two weeks of August. Uh, kind of conditioning is what we called it. And the second two weeks were two a days. Oh boy! And then the Jerry Lewis telethon, and then you go back to school. Yep. Yes, after, you're exactly right. The day after uh, Jerry Memorial Day to Labor Day was off. Yeah, and absolutely. These are different times. That was also yeah. off. Uh, and, and teachers, I apologize to you as well for having to go back to work so soon. Yeah, but this isn't a part of the uh, uh, year-round calendar either. This is just the way it's done now. Right? In some, it, it, it really it's, varies. Yeah, it does. There's but, the balance uh, calendar. Then there's the spe- yeah. It's all over I, the spectrum. There's no way test scores uh, are that affected that much by this whatever the hell schedule is going. Well, I think it's on. important some to have kids locked weeks. up in a room with no air conditioning when it's. There, that's record, also an issue. Record Most high temperatures worldwide. Now, I think, hey. I think they've come a long way in the school hey, building department. William Custer, <laughs> I think we have air conditioning. Oh. And those poor marms who uh. have to <laughs> open a window. You know, they just tore down my high school, like uh, not that uh. long ago, a couple years ago, and it was built like. Five or six years after Lincoln was president, man—that's when the, the school was built. Yeah, it was amazing. It, it was made of asbestos. Whoa, mostly asbestos. Well, there was a lot of mercury in it, <laughs> but it was a nice place. The London High School uh, meth- mesotheliomas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good, very good, very good. What they call this? Yeah, man. Oh. Uh, the two Marinos. Well, let's move forward here. Is there anything left in sports? Have we oh, finished? Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we got uh, we got this. Stupid world record. Well, this isn't a world record now that I look at it. <laughs> it's just really uh, silly. Yeah. A Star Wars fan. How I gave it see, to you. How do you see it? Do you? Why did you give it to her? Does she curate my stories now? Is yes. That yes. Why? I, he gives them to me. I give them to you. Somebody what? felt there needed to be some oversight. And uh, I thought at least the, odds are one of you might read it in advance. <laughs> oh, I read it in advance. Are That's why saying, I gave it to him. <laughs> I feel like I'll go, I might be wrong, <laughs> but I feel like I'm the weak link in this chain. No, <laughs> right? you aren't, <laughs> but everybody thinks you are. Oh, That's the problem. Okay. <laughs> Nicely played, Joe. <laughs> A Star Wars fan conducted his near annual run in Death Valley dressed as Darth Vader. All right. Well, that's hot. Do you think you'd find this sexy, do you? Uh, no. I said it was hot. No, it's hot temperature. Death Valley? Hot, hot, hot. 
The Washington Post. You know where the gateway to Death Valley is? Where? Uh, Victorville. Victorville, California. It's the home of the Bun Boy, Baker's Bun Boy, right there. Is that uh, the giant thermometer? They got the giant thermometer out in the desert, and boy, I bet there is a lot of visitors there, man. What's the Bun Boy? Uh, it's a uh, restaurant, like uh, kind of like a Frisch's, only nicer. Oh, okay. But like not your big that boy. there's anything like wrong with Frisch's, but uh, that's your big boy. Yeah, that's the big boy. That's a big uh, giant thermometer, hmm. mm-hmm. and the thermometer is called the big boy. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Scariest thing about that thermometer? What? Rectal. Rectal. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you. In harmony. Implying that the, <laughs> the a hole. Get away. <laughs> he couldn't let you have it. No? No, I didn't know. Is that a joke he's done before? No. Oh, yeah. No, it's just, yeah, you got to think about it. <laughs> Whenever someone says thermometer on the show, yeah, he yeah. says yeah. thermometer. Yeah. Do they even have those anymore? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. They do? Yes. Rectal thermometers? Yeah, for babies? Are, are you yeah, kidding? they're effective. They taste weird, but they're effective. No. <laughs> Man, you, you can get them old school, but I know that most people use the forehead thing now, which is yeah, a lot more easier. Say. A lot more easier. More easier. A lot easier. Hmm. And, and Chick will tell you, uh, I can remember being in elementary school and someone would drop a thermometer and those mercury balls would be on the floor. And you get to wow. play with them? We'd be playing yeah. with them, heaving them around. Is that oh, why yeah. you're so crazy? Probably. Yeah. Long-term mercury poisoning? Probably. Um, is that so, why so this guy matters. dresses up as Darth Vader. I'm sorry, he he runs in Death Valley. Why? Uh, there's no uh, reason yet, but I'm I have pictures of the giant thermometer at the Bun Boy. <laughs> <laughs> you sure that out, huh? How about that? It That's looks like, like uh, uh, five or six. Can you see tall? the guy's buns that it's inserted into? <laughs> no, but there's the Bun Boy picture. Yeah, see that he's mm-hmm. the Bun Boy. This is radio. It looks like he's it's a racetrack. Oh, there's the bun boy. Oh. It's, it's just different enough from the fishes. <laughs> just different enough so we don't get avoid, sued. Avoid litigation. Where was I? Have you watch? eaten at the bun boy? I have several oh. times. It's right on the several uh, times. It's right on the way from San Diego to Vegas. Actually, oh, nice. <laughs> Washington Post reports that for his Death Valley run, dressed as Darth Vader, John Rice waits for the hottest day in the forecast to put on his costume and then run a mile as quickly as possible at the hottest time of day. This year... Does he have a little air conditioner inside that big helmet? Nope. This year, temperatures clocked in at 128 degrees. Oh. Oh. I saw a person dressed as one of the uh, the sand raiders, those those uh, yeah. Tuscan raiders or whatever, the sure. sand uh-huh. people, and, mm-hmm. and he left. And I told my buddy, oh, he's gone. He goes, don't worry. They'll be back, and in greater numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's as nerdy a joke <laughs> as you're going to get out of me. I don't get it. So. Well, you didn't see the movie. You have to really be. Is that like a Dune thing? No. no. The, the Star ben Wars? Kenobi actually said that. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, Dad. These are not the jokes you've been looking for. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I saw the other day that Ewan McGregor's brother is in the Royal Air Force. I saw that. And he's uh, known as the call sign to Kenobi. Oh, uh, oh, that's, yeah, I see. Because Ewan is Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's great. Obi-2. So he's Obi-2. <laughs> uh-huh. That's just a few degrees short of the 134-degree record set in 1913. Josh, these hot temperatures have been going on for quite some time. Yeah, they they sure have. Alec Guinness uh, actually had some, he was debating uh, whether or not he should play that role. And he would often think to himself, to be OB or not to be OB. Am I, uh, anybody enjoying what I'm doing this morning? I am. 
So this guy. I was talking to the listeners at home. Is, this guy's going to drop dead. I heard nothing. Running yeah, a mile and running a mile in a heavy suit with a thing over his face. He's 52 years old. He completed the mile in about 10 minutes. He hmm. freely admits that his tradition is incredibly stupid, saying, "I don't agree <laughs> with anybody else doing this." No, no. And then he goes, "I don't even really agree with me doing this particularly." Now it's actually him in the suit doing the running, but they have J- James Earl Jones doing the panting. <laughs> <laughs> sort of a, I like there that. Go, I'm back. Yeah, good to see you, back, baby. Good to see you back, <laughs> Rice started running in Death Valley in 1997. Trains all year for this tradition, running around his neighborhood near. Santa Fe and throwing punches to the beat of EDM music in his in-home sauna. Hmm. That's <laughs> way too much information. EDM is electronic dance music, so right. it's a dubstep or techno, He also works out. He works out in a 150-degree room several times a week to Ugh. acclimate his body to the temperatures in Death Valley. He said he makes sure there's more. He makes sure to select <laughs> routes with cars nearby in case he feels himself overheating and needs to ask. Yeah, you know. I'm sure someone's going to stop. Hey, there's some lunatic in a Darth Vader suit lying down on the ground. Keep driving. <laughs> His wife accompanies him to the park most years and waits at the end. Hoping he makes it. I'd like to see him running. With no one around, just yeah. through the desert. And there are two vultures and one nudges the other vulture and goes, hey, look, Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> His fastest time ever, six minutes, 18 seconds. That's good. Just about yeah. 10 minutes this year. Well, it's quiz time once again on the Bob and Tom Show. Uh, Chick McGee, what is your sleep number bed setting, please? 100. I like a firm. That's the firm no, number. it's Tom. too hard. I like uh, a 45. Very, very firm. You like a 45 yeah. for your sleep number setting. Yeah. The point of this is uh, the sleep number beds are adjustable, ladies and gentlemen. The sleep number people have perfected the adjustable firmness level and the way this works i want to make it clear once you get the bed at your house you can change the firmness setting and either side of the bed has its own setting so everybody's going to be happy over on this side it could be firm over this side it could be less firm whatever you want it's designed to make you happy and also sleep number has perfected not only that but a number of other things that will help you sleep better and these smart beds will actually help you figure out what the proper sleep number setting is for you so sleep at the next level unlock your potential for great sleep because that's what you need you know great sleep with a smart bed that can perform as well as you do and right now special savings on the next generation sleep number smart beds five hundred dollars savings to be more precise with special financing available for a limited time details on all the special financing from sleep number is available of course at your sleep number store you'll find the sleep number store by going to sleepnumber.com slash bt show that's sleepnumber.com slash bt show i know i love my sleep number bed my current setting thank you was a crisp 85 ah. not too not too firm not too soft that's right ladies and gentlemen sleepnumber.com slash bt show coming up reverse cowgirl in the news this is the bob and tom show <laughs> Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. What's going on, man? Oh, feeling good today. Really? Got some rest last night. Yeah, you're the lucky one. <laughs> There's Willie Griswold. Yo, yo. Josh Arnold's here. Hi, Pat. I'm glad to hear you're feeling good. Yeah. Well, I am too. There's Ace Cosby. I'm tired. Oh. Well, you guys knew you had to work today, right? Why is everybody? Why was everybody up late? There goes the show. Oh, Be responsible adults, please. Buddy, I'm working for the weekend. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Get at it. I'm a party guy. Bong, bong, bong. <laughs> I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom. 
was putting together an aquarium because because you don't know how to say no to your children. Yeah, my, that's right. Because my seven-year-old won seven goldfish. It was so funny because there's this lady next to Heart Seven. You, you buy these ping pong balls and heave them, and and she's just let every one of them, you know, swish in the water. There's this lady next to her. She's buying ball after ball. Walks away with nothing. Why didn't you give her one? Of I would have. Are you kidding? I would have take them all, honey. And, Although, oh. judging by her look, she probably would. And just, you. You thought my right there. you thought my beer pong lessons for a five year old were inappropriate. Yeah, look what it did. It paid look off. Who's winning now? Yeah. A little bit of beer pong. Uh, yes, I set up the aquarium last night, so we'll see how the goldfish do. That uh, we're going to be doing a special edition of this show. You know, I'm surprised you didn't dig a pond and put them outside. <laughs> you know, there's a reason the seven year olds aren't in charge. You know that, right? <laughs> I think the world will be a better place. I don't know. <laughs> look what we got now. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, let's see. We're going to be doing a special edition of this show uh, featuring uh, the house band, The Black Moods. Love those guys. That'll be coming up on uh, on Friday. And then uh, is it Wednesday? We have the Electric Amish as our house band. Yes. And the Amish are doing a getting back together show at Mitchell's Sports Bar and Grill in Fort Wayne, Indiana on Friday. How about that? But the, the, the Amish will be our special guest. Certainly looking forward to that. Now, um, we have uh, uh, Chick McGee at the sports desk uh, still. Is that what's happening? No, we're done. Okay, okay. Then that was it. Uh, then we'll get uh, Finn. We enjoyed and, uh, it. Yeah. Hey, Rocky, this is what you <laughs> Wherever you go, whatever you do, always be a good sport. Why were, why were we talking about self-immolation the other day? Because we had the stunt man who caught himself on fire to support those oh, that were walking the picket line in Hollywood. Why? I, I, I couldn't remember why we were talking about. But it was a trick. He wasn't right. It was a, he was a trained professional. We don't try this at home. Setting himself on okay. fire. Okay. Yeah. Pat, don't you have a tribute to that? Uh, yeah, I did. This is, didn't uh, you almost set your house and you on fire one day? With the a basket toss? With the lacquered basket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Years ago. Yeah. I um, had one of those lacquered baskets that the, the fruit comes in at Christmas time for my brother. Uh huh. And I had a nice little fire going in the wow, fireplace. That sounds like a wonderfully sincere gift. Isn't that a gift that shows you care? Yeah. <laughs> a fruit basket. Send him a fruit basket. He likes well, fruit. so I just I, I, I noticed that it was a lacquered basket that this thing's going to go up like crazy. So you thought? So I heaved it into the fireplace and it tripped the uh, <laughs> flu, the arm that closes the flu. Yeah. Oh boy! Yeah, I had flames coming up to the ceiling. Yeah. No, oh, man, that's bad. Had to redo a lot of the house. <laughs> <laughs> so we moved. It's okay. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Christy. Um, uh, are you? Do you remember the story? Of the the guy yeah. he was a stunt guy, and yeah. in, in honor of the um, of the striking actors, he was trying to show. <laughs> a stunt performer lit himself on fire during a SAG after a rally in Georgia. The stunt coordinator and Harrison Ford stunt double, Mr. Mark, Mike Massa, That's right. walked across the <laughs> stage with his back engulfed in flames while holding a SAG-AFTRA on-strike sign. Uh, yeah. Elena Sanchez, an actress and stunt person who shared the video of Massa's incendiary post, hey, Elena, watch this. wrote, <laughs> we are tired of being burned by the alliance of motion picture and television producers. Uh, the world's he, riskiest pun. He wanted to make a statement. <laughs> Mike Massa. That's an unfortunate day. Oh, he's going to play. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Holding up a sag after sign. 
Whip myself up on the picket line. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> Flames getting higher. Yeah. Oh, I'm on fire. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Woo! Oh, thank, you, oh, thank you very much. Yeah, you. I, thought it was, I thought it was Jay Leno for a minute. There. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. <laughs> the reason I asked about that, I got a letter here. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, someone wanted to know when one of those guys sets themselves on fire in front of a you know temple overseas. Yes. You know, they, they, so some monk gets out there, yeah, sets himself on fire. Self, we even have a term, self immolation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does anybody ever take out some marshmallows? Oh, <laughs> hey, s'mores. I don't think Holy. so. What is wrong that, with you, yeah, for a man? Trying to lighten up. That would certainly. Yeah, <laughs> that's light. Yeah, because that's what people are looking for: watching <laughs> someone burn to death. Gallows humor is what they. Smells like barbecue. Oh no no oh. no! That's, that's just <laughs> thick quad or whatever that guy's name. Was. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Uh, it is time now to head to the uh, news desk with Christy Lee. Have we missed anything, Christy? Well, let's finally Ooh. get to our reverse cowgirl story, Here shall we? we? Go. A popular doctor on TikTok has revealed the most dangerous sex position according to science. You mean the TikTok doc? Yep. (laughs) In a recent clip, Dr. Karan Raj, a male, says the position known as reverse cowgirl is responsible. You didn't have to say a male. You said doctor. We knew. For 50% (laughs) of all penile fractures. 50% of all penile. Let that sit there, Josh. (laughs) You wish my penis were fractured. (laughs) I've never had my penis uh, fractured. Good. I'm happy to hear that. I haven't. No. no. But we've all... Haven't you been... Close. Things get a little... I have have been close. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. He explains if there's any erratic thrusting or if the movements of the two parties are not in sync... I've heard it click. It could lead to the male... Jabberwocky slipping out and being crushed by the female pubic bone. She's referring to it as the Jabberwocky. I'm not Dr. Raj. He right, sounds right. like a doctor I want to oh, go he, see. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah right. remember Dr. Raj is a TikTok doc, remember? Yes. So, yeah. no, are you allowed? To, is, is he doing that because if you use terms like that, it will possibly make uh, it on to TikTok? It won't make I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if they have. A, Dr. Raj continues, quote, despite being boneless, penises can break. A penile fracture is a tear in the Tunica albuginea, hmm. a rubbery sheath of tissue that allows the penis to enlarge in width and length during an erection. It's ah. gorgeous, all-inclusive there. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. He concluded his video by saying, quote, you've been warned that over-enthusiastic snoo-snoo could leave your pen 15 looking like an aubergine, oh. the purple eggplant, of course. Pen 15, yeah. Oh, snoo yeah, and it's, it says... What's snoo snoo? It's, it, here it explains this. It says that he uses terms like this so it won't get... Pinged um, on TikTok. It, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It says uh, certain terms get flagged on TikTok and lead to videos being taken down. Pen 15 is a way to refer to the word penis... Of course. ...without getting flagged. Yeah. Mm, and gotcha. um, snoo, he said this says he uses snoo snoo... Which is a new one to me uh, mm-hmm. for the, for the same reason. So and now, uh, Josh, yeah, is it possible for you to explain without being too graphic what this yes, so called reverse cowgirl woman means? on top facing the away from you? Yes. So I see. So if if she bends forward, you're snapping that baby right off. No, not no. necessarily. Oh, I see what you're. No. She, if she's doing it wrong. No, if she. If she. I think honestly, the injury comes from if she rises up. And then comes back down on it as opposed to... Oh, That's where you get into trouble. Yeah. 
Mm. You got to be in sync, so to speak. No, okay. off center. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you got to you know, the pile driver to be you know the wrong. <laughs> you have a song, Pat? Well, no, I'm Cowboy Lou. Hi. Oh, <laughs> it's my new character. Howdy. Okay, hi, Cowboy, Cowboy Lou. Cowboy. Hey, Cowboy hello, everybody. Hey. Howdy, Potter. How do you do, Cowboy Lou? <laughs> Is it good? Cowboy How Lou. How are you, Lou? Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Could you alter the voice just slightly? Hello there. I'm Cowboy Lou. Yeah. That's better. Thank hey. you. Culture appropriate. A little, a little effort. That's, that's <laughs> got the cows in the barn. That's I'm going to sing a little it. song called The Legend of Reverse Cowgirl. Oh, right now? <laughs> okay. In the wild, wild west where cowboys ride, a tale of reverse cowgirl and her backside. She hopped on the saddle, but not in the way you'd think. With a twist and a turn, you're in the pink. (laughs) Oh, the cows were confused. The horses amazed as she rode into town, all leaving folks dazed. She's coming and twisted. Her style's no joke. She rode it backwards. And my shotgun broke. So if you're ever out west, this is Cowboy Lou, by the way, (laughs) and hear her name, remember the cowgirl who reversed the game. The missionaries were put in a terrible position because of the reverse cowgirl who broke their tradition. Reverse cowgirl, oh, she's got her own style. Oh, riding backward with a wink and a verse. Vertical smile. She's facing south. She takes out her lasso. Can't. <laughs> Hold on. You can't see Virginia, but you got a view of her El Paso. <laughs> I got a bitch of goodbye now. I got some cattle to get out of the bar. Thank you, Lou. Um, see you, everybody. Who comes Hi, up with these Lou. terms? Reverse cowgirl? Okay, I found an article about this by this same uh, fellow. Uh, are you familiar with the eager chef? I know I'm not. Or the Swiss ball blitz? It's it's a Swiss ball blitz. It's it's. That, that are you ready, Steve? Uh-huh. <laughs> Andy. Yeah. Uh, well. All right, fellas. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, by the way, that one. By the way, Christy, you'll I'll get this one. Yeah. You have to have a large exercise ball. Wow. What's this one called? That's called the Swiss Ball Blitz. It's going to be hard to stay on that. Um, Is the man sitting on it? And this the, one, this, according to this doctor, this also causes a number of injuries. Well, yeah, because you have to use a lot of core to keep the exercise ball upright. Yeah. How about the stairway to heaven? Oh, you've never done that? What's that? Oh, you I, do uh, it on the stairs? Oh. No. Yeah, I've done that. Wait a minute. Hang on a second. <laughs> you've never done it on the stairs? Christy's correct. What about in the Duh. plane? You ever did it on the Mile High Club? No? God, no. Hmm. You haven't? God, the, Tom. The, it really on the out. stairs. Sure. Yeah. Josh knows. Hmm? Yeah, I like the stairs of a parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what better. I like to do? I, like to, I don't even want to know who she is until I meet her. That, that's, hey! They get scared a little bit. There's, oh, there's yeah. something called the butter churner. Oh, that's uh, yeah. You know how you turn yeah, butter. That's what was the eager chef? Yeah, yeah. What is the eager chef? Um, you know, again, I can't really go into this. Um, the it, butter turner. It, it involves the eager chef involves a table. Ah, oh, all right. Okay, kitchen table. 
Mm. What could be doing a lot of prep work? Maybe it could be, it could be a kitchen table. Yeah. It could be a dining room table. Pat, no, it, could the, it could be the, t- the chefs in the, the table Tom. of contents of a very large dictionary. Is the lady yeah. sitting on it's the not table? an end table unless it's your birthday. Is the lady sitting on Wait a the table? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the Navy's Josh got a very fine joke in there. It got nothing. No, he's got exactly what he deserves. <laughs> it's uh, if it's, it's an end table. If it's your birthday, you see, Pat. Um. This one depends on the heights of the partners. And uh, don't, you, yeah. don't you like the butcher block tables? Man, mm-hmm. I love those. I do oh, love I them. How about them. the spider? Oh, the spider. Yeah. See, now, they, a, now they're trying too hard. You must the be a spider. leg man. I know the spiders, yeah. The legs going this way, legs go that way, and you're kind of goofing in the middle, that kind of thing. Oh, oh, like a scissoring? Yeah, she's like sitting on top of you. Not like a scissoring thing, chick. She's that sitting on top like of you. All right, sorry. Oh, I see what you're saying. It can cause hyper extension. Uh, I've done the brown recluse. Where you have really? sex with a shy Middle Eastern woman. That's... <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. I thought it was a joke oh, about Ace that into that conversation. Oh, oh. oh, wait a minute. That's yeah, not right. I was able to fit it. That's not right. You needed this sound effect. <laughs> uh, there's something called the pogo stick. Oh, boy. Mm. Sounds dangerous. In which, quote, the receiver could be dropped... No, that's Again. where. Oh, I see. That's where so you the make... guy's carrying her around. No, that's where you make love to Walt Kelly. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I liked it. I, yeah, like the that? Pogo, the cartoon okay, strip. Yeah. Thank you very much, Jake. I was it, not did, it did not go no, without getting either. acknowledged. Thank you, Tom. I like the term the receiver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't want to draw. <laughs> I mean, I suppose there are dozens like the and the eager chef. I guess the notion is you're in the kitchen, and that's, that's what are they doing? It. What's the? Does it explain how? Yeah, yeah that, I don't want to get it. Other than a table? Come on, give us Be shy. You know this stuff. The lady sitting on the table. That's how I envision this. And it could be a lady. It could be a gent. Whatever. If you were sitting on the table, I might be the eager diner. If you That's know what, what I, I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Chef, diner, whatever. Yeah. Hey, Josh. Yes, I've got a great joke. I really can't. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like how many, how many glazed donuts did you have, Josh? Good God. <laughs> just just the one, but about six different times. Oh. <laughs> or the, the the eager perpetrator, as the police like to refer to him. <laughs> what about the eager beaver? Why not the beaver? The eager beaver. Uh, well, coming up in sports, I Nothing. mean, sorry. We no, have... <laughs> I'm in a vacuum. It's your fault. What? Uh, Christy, what's coming up in the news? Well, we're not done with our penis hunk. <laughs> we oh. have a guy who has two. We have a guy who has none. Not a hunk of penis. Man, some people have everything. Don't yeah. <laughs> Get these two guys together and they can go be normal. Disturbed in the news along with Taylor Swift. Not at the same show. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I'd well. like to hear t- Taylor's. And then we have a menu anxiety. Which, mm-hmm. I, which I suffer from. Is that uh, disturbed? Uh, that drum is uh, what that grandma was doing the drum beat. Have you yes. seen that? Yeah, she's great. She's great. Have you seen this? She's no. like 60, 70 years old. Yeah, very few people reach that age. Hell of a drummer, and she is drumming right along with Disturbed, and just nails it. It's All right, a, we'll look forward. They to think that. she's coming to play the organ at her church, but she's actually the drummer. Well, and disturbed in the news. All good news, by the way. I, I don't want you to get worried about it. Um, <laughs> and um, we have an arrest. An arrest that I'm not. Stop listening. Thirty seconds ago, that's so boring. Uh, we have news from the Splash Park in Ohio. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. The show is also out there for you on our YouTube channel. Watch and subscribe. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. There's Pat Godwin. Hello. There's Willie Griswold. Yep. 
There's Josh Arnold. Hi there. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. We're all here. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much, Chick. You're welcome. Coming up in about half an hour, it'll be comedian Greg Warren. Oh, yeah? And then a special guest coming up later this morning, Bob Zaney. Hello. Hello, Hello, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Bob Zaney will be our guest. I haven't talked to Bob in a while. Uh, But right now, uh, we turn back to uh, the news desk with Christy Lee. What have you got over there? A Los Angeles truck driver who was born with two male members is sharing details now about his sex life. Are they both um, normally... We'll get there. During an interview with Soft White Underbelly, the man identified only as Tank (laughs) revealed his experience with Diphalia, a genetic abnormality in which a male is born with two penises. And uh, apparently in his particular situation, he said some women really enjoyed the experience. Remember our buddy who said uh, he he moved away and... He said uh, he was dating so much, it's like he needed two penises. I do. And, and, we and both, he was completely we, serious. Yeah, and we both went, oh, really? What a problem. How, yeah. how awful for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. Okay, go ahead. Tank had said the additional member, however, proved to be painful for most women, and he ultimately decided to get one appendage surgically removed. Yeah. Unfortunately, he got rid of the one that pees. Ah. I would think. I mean, we all suffer on occasion from that uh, bifurcated stream thing. No, I mean, it's just you. Okay, I read more about this story because I was fascinated. Turned on, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not turned on, more fascinated. (laughs) Um, Apparently, both when was when he would be finished would finish. Whoa! Yeah. What? What's mm-hmm. the matter? Oh, they'd both arrive. Yes. The double barrel. They would both arrive. Would they both urinate? I don't. He didn't specifically say that. Specifically say that. Wow. She's getting uh, a little excited. Already. The truck driver claimed that his uncle was also born with diphalia, while his own. How did uh, he know his uncle was uh, born with? <laughs> I'm sure this is something the men would talk about within the family. Uh, Okay, now let me ask you a question. You know how men have only one of these. Yes. Uh, I've got two. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> what about you? Do you have two? <laughs> I do. So, yes, this was nephew and un- uncle and nephew? Yes, and Good the dad Lord. apparently has, according to this article, large testicles like a bull. Like huh. a bull? Strong mm-hmm. like bull. <laughs> So he'd use them both in intimate moments at the same time. Yes, according to my... They call me the Oreo baby because you're going to get double stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But not all women enjoyed that experience, so he... Although, although, technically, that means every encounter is a threesome. you got that going for him. Oh, well. Yeah? Can you um, accommodate her and both... um, Oh, you can. at the same time? Oh, I don't. The old DP? Yeah. <laughs> DVDA? Uh, they were both in the same area, so to speak, from oh. the r- article I oh, read. Very accommodating women. Mm. <laughs> well, no, that was the problem. He only yeah, he didn't encounter very many women who could. In- uh, I see. Too big. Too yeah. Wouldn't that too big. be a bit of a turnoff? I mean, two? I, yeah, I, it, it has to be. Yeah, yeah. Isn't one bad enough, ladies? But <laughs> it would be like an alien coming at you. <laughs> yeah, or yes. It would be horrifying. And do you bring that up? Do you bring that up like. Oh, by the way, I got to tell you something. Yeah, this, is we... our, this is our third date. <laughs> are they, uh, you think they're going to cir- get lucky? Both of them are circumcised? Or do you surprise mm. them? Well, he locked huh. one off. It's gone. Yeah. Are they circumcised? Did he donate it? Uh, 
I don't know what he did with it, but uh, this is there a donation program for that song? Yeah, it's sort of like it's sort of like locks for love. Uh-huh. In fact, they only had to change one letter on the sign. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a guy in Mexico City who could use one because their authorities discovered a severed penis left outside a florist shop. Oh boy! According to the New York Post, a box had been left outside the Rosas de los Mochis flower shop in the center of Los Mochis. That means cut off wiener. Yeah. <laughs> Initially suspecting it was an explosive device. Local oh, police. Los well, well, Mochis means the Mochis. Does it? <laughs> yes. Enlisted the bomb squad, which cleared the package. It was then discovered that the parcel, adorned with a funeral wreath, contained an amputated penis and a note that read, quote, the reflection of your actions. Oh, boy. So you can educate so yourself is... and get the off my balls. reflection of your actions. Yeah. So they have not minute. identified the sender nor the person affected. <laughs> so this person was, I don't understand. They cut off their own male member? No, no. No, I think amazing. they got caught doing right. something and they, whoever caught them. Sounds oh. to me like they this was separate a message, it. Yes. Sure. Oh, okay. oh, absolutely. Mexico City. Come on. It's, it's just... No, I, I said peonies. <laughs> Cut off your <laughs> no. peonies. peonies. I, I, I mispronounced it, but <laughs> peonies. Uh, Man, I uh, yikes. Well, that uh, it is rather disgusting. Somewhat disturbing. I wonder if the guy survived. Why did I think it was a bomb? It was in a box. It was in a box left in front of the door. Nobody knew what it was with a funeral wreath on it. What would you think? Well, you um, wouldn't think there was a penis inside, would you? There are a lot of women out there who think mine is are, is the bomb, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy what I'm working with. The lady finger. Are you, uh, <laughs> are you circumcised? Or DM80, I'm sorry. The, I am circumcised. Or the dynamite. Yeah. Are uh, you circumcised? I am. I'm cut, Tom. You cut? Um, of course. Cut like an Englishman. Of course. Ace, you cut? <laughs> yes. Godwin isn't. I am indeed. Uh, I do have the sport model. I am cut. Uh, oh! <laughs> nice. Willie, the sport model or the coupe? Yeah, I'm cut, but I'm thinking about going back. I'm thinking, really? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about getting it back, so we'll see. There's Can you a, do that? There's a whole yeah. cult of people. You that... take uh, metal bearings and put them under the, and just stretch it out over time. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. not kidding. Yeah, there's what? a whole there's a whole cult of guys. Willie. When you see porn and the guy is not circumcised, does it kind of take you out of it a little bit? Like, oh, this isn't th- th- I can't relate. This isn't me. Yeah, I want the guy to look a little bit like me, if that makes sense. Right. I, yeah. I, I, if there's a too distinguishing of a freckle, that'll take me out. <laughs> mm. Oh, mm-hmm. if you can know. see the whole thing in the screen, you're like fake. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, Tom nobody's that small. That's right. <laughs> the whole thing. I'm just gigantic. You all know it. Yours, yours needs an IMAX, doesn't it? Yeah. Nolan came out and said, you got to watch yeah. this penis on 70 millimeters. Yeah, you can only see Tom's at 19 different theaters across the world. It's the only thing that accommodates it. Coming up, we have a man who's naked and terrorizing an apartment building in East Hollywood. Hi, it's a naked guy. Seems like that would just be a Tuesday in East Hollywood. And um, we have a woman who was arrested at a splash park. How do you get arrested at a... Fun water park. You know, ma'am, the store sells many fine douches. <laughs> You've tainted you don't our pool. <laughs> you don't need to be. And menu anxiety, yep. which I, I certainly have. We're going to talk about. What about hotel checking and anxiety? Uh, I feel for you, man. That's I because I have a little bit one. of that. I've always 
What are you afraid of? Castles is what overcharges. Really? Oh yeah. Smoking fees they give you sometimes. You don't smoke. No one does. Pat smokes on the road. It's two hundred and fifty dollars. Like sometimes checking into a place. What? Yeah. Yeah. And if you have a debit card and you can't really whack it, yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, well, all right. A lot. A debit card, it could be uh, 500 bucks. Oh, they hold $250? If you smoke, they take it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, um, when we come back, we have all of those things coming up. And comedian Greg Warren, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Got something to say? Send us an email, bobandtom at bobandtom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show at the news desk. It's Christy Lee. Yo. Over there in the <laughs> performance room. It's Pat Godwin. Howdy, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. There's Chick McGee. Uh, and there's Josh Arnold. How you doing? Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. It's him. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. And here's Tom Griswold. Hello, Tom. I thank you very much. Uh, I thank you very much, Chick. That's nice to see you. I was just uh, doing a little bit of... Uh, um, not paying attention? Preparation over here, not paying attention. <laughs> Um, uh, dear Bob and Tom show, um, acknowledging the fact that, uh, Josh's anniversary is just around the corner. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Yeah. That's all right. I, I'm, I'm kind of, we don't need to plan anything. Just a nice, a hearty handshake. We'll Come do on, that. man. Seven years. That's like a doctor or certain grad school. Seven years. That's tough. Do you have a seven year itch yet? What a big, uh, a I do. Big <laughs> I'm thinking about seeing other radio shows. <laughs> You want to be traded? Hang on, I'll take this. Oh, no, don't do that. That'd be terrible to get all your money. Josh, but if you leave, we'll have to split everything in half. We'll only have one for Tuesdays. (laughs) We'll have the stairway to three and a half. So is tomorrow that you will have completed your seventh year? Or are you starting your seven? Uh, 2016, August 1st, was my first official day. So So August 2nd, he would complete... I guess. Okay, yeah. so I'll be starting my eighth year. Wow, that's very Man. impressive. Uh, now, uh, we'll celebrate that tomorrow. How long have you been here, Christy? 35-something. Something like Maybe that. Maybe off and on, but... Yeah. Off yeah. and on. 1987. 88, 87. But have you, you feel that you've accomplished in 35 years what I've accomplished in seven? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Certainly not. Um, yeah, Josh, you pissed way more people off. <laughs> <laughs> you made more people laugh, that's for sure, than Dear I Bob did. Tom show. Josh was insensitive this I can't believe he'd even say that. Well, speaking of peeing. Hey, uh, guess what peeing. you call a female doctor? A doctor. <laughs> ah. Speaking well, of peeing, what? That's not the joke. Right? Okay, sorry. Uh, I'm, uh, speaking of peeing, uh, Pat, you're yeah. signaling me. Uh, we had the guy uh, in the news, Christy, that had two male members. Yes. And he was interviewed about that. And I guess in the, in his case, they were both functional, which is a, a, yeah. a, 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 urolo- a urological anomaly. Mm-hmm. If I had least. that, I'd do it like a hotel bed. One's for sleeping and one's for eating. <laughs> oh! I would have one for partying and one for peeing. <laughs> but can you control that? Yeah, but I don't know if maybe both can you, pee. You, can you pinch off the one just to I don't to think pee? I can yeah. control it. I have two penises. I can control everything. <laughs> um, um, the point is... Does um, it make you twice as smart? I was just wondering... You, you, <laughs> Um, it make a, or twice as dumb. Yeah, I think the joke. When uh, a lot of bets and bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Bet you I got two penises. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. No, as a dude, would you go? Let me see it. 
Yes. If yeah, there's I would. two, how many beers have I had? <laughs> it depends. Is it a, is the bar by water? If the bar is close to a body of water, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Boy, there's a lot of qualifications for you, isn't Man, it? Man, water makes me a <laughs> We don't want to say, hey, look, Monty, I'll be right back. i got to go look at this guy's penises in the men's room. That's going to... That's going to cause some problems. The point is, I think a lot of uh, men at some point in their lives, they have the so-called bifurcated stream, especially at night. They don't realize half of it's going Only. away from the bowl. Uh, I know someone here apparently has that problem. I've seen it many times in there. <laughs> but, Pat, you have a tribute? I do, yeah. Getting old or something that I hate. <laughs> Waking up all night thanks to my prostate. I stand at the toilet. <laughs> And I just have to wait My doctor told me I Might require medication To help with the flow of my urination Something stuck together uh-huh. Working against each other uh-huh. Bifurcated stream Being in the dark Nothing in between To the left it arcs On the right it's wild Going down my pants They're independent of each other Uh-huh Like a twin brother and another Uh-huh Oh, bifurcated stream Got some on the floor Wife, she tripped and fell Now she's awful sore Pee is on the seat Man, she's really mad <laughs> And we're fighting with each other Uh-huh She's gonna stay with her mother Uh-huh Bifurcated stream, hope you enjoy <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you very much, thank you very much. Uh, We turn back to the news desk with Christy Lee There's another new survey out there This time it says Three in ten adults suffer from what is some called Menu anxiety at restaurants Forty percent of those are Gen Z and millennials. This is bogus. Well, they have anxiety when ordering food compared to fifteen percent of Gen X and baby boomer respondents. Younger generations were also more likely to let others order first so they could see what they were getting. Ugh. Ah, you did that. No, yesterday. I loved I love doing that yeah. because then I get to know what the table wants. Is there no potatoes in anyone's order? Guess what? Willie G's saving the day getting a potato. And then you're gonna share it? Uh, oh yeah. If if the if the table needs it, Josh. It's, lunch is a democracy, my friend. Do you ask to eat off of someone else's plate? If if I need it, if I don't have something that I if I don't have like if I don't have anything that's cheesy, let's say that I got some sort of quinoa bowl, right? All right. But yeah. I want a delicious bite of mac and cheese. Uh-huh. Right. I want a little starch. I want a little cheddar, so I can get a little bit off Josh's plate. No, I, you can't. You're a no, nice. No, you can't. No, no. nice See? guy. I'll give you. I have no. delicious roasted chicken no. on this bowl. Keep it, no. pal. Are you? I got no. pickled there onion over are here, buddy. Who won't you do. share? Yeah, I do. Have, yeah, I got you. Younger, I'll happily share. I like that. But yeah. the, the question is, though, do you have anxiety when you look at a menu? I don't. No. So you go into the cheesecake factory. You're not overwhelmed with too many choices. No. It's the fancy. You know I'm, I'm grateful want. for so many choices. Yeah. Oh, no, it's like it's a too fancy much. diner. They have everything. They have pasta. It's, they have and the, it's great. It's just it's just too much. I can't. You don't get. You man- don't even look at a menu. How can That's you? That's why it's, it's it's too much anxiety. I get terrible anxiety in drive-throughs. That's why I never go into them. Keep talking. Oh, because you don't know what you want to order and you think people are upset because you're not doing it fast enough? I just, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not quick enough. I don't know what I want. I, you I, got this, man. You. I usually say, <laughs> usually. I usually say, uh, like I say, I've never been here before. Oh. oh. You've never been to McDonald's? 
<laughs> Anytime a server says, have you been here before? The answer is immediately yes. Yes, of course. Yes. Many times. <laughs> have, have you ever been bit by that, though? Okay, well, then you know all about the assorted dips we bring out. And then you say, oh, yeah. And then it's $30. I, and I remember it. Yes. Come, come tip time. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, you I'd been here before. Didn't you don't, need you don't the get... spiel. Because you lie <laughs> <laughs> to a stranger spiel. for no so the, reason. The point of the story is, though, that let me get this straight, the... <laughs> Older folks have less menu anxiety than younger. Right, folks. which you are skewing the results. Because it's a silly thing. Yeah, it is. It says something about the about there's a generational message here. Yeah. If you need half a Xanax to go to Cheesecake Factory, maybe you shouldn't be alive. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe you shouldn't just... That was, a, that was as Griswold deal. Maybe you shouldn't be alive. No. Wow. If, wow. If, that's, <laughs> if that's too hard for you, I don't know. Maybe toughen up a little okay. bit. Maybe you shouldn't go to Cheesecake Factory. Here's yeah, some other stats flight. from the same thing. Um, what's the most important thing when you order at a restaurant? What is the most important factor? 71% said... Taste. <laughs> I would agree well, with that. Yeah. I mean, remember, this is the most important thing. Okay. 15% said environmental impact. Oh, jeez. Come on. It, it, it makes sense, though. I Be bet serious. 50% makes, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Real stupid. Um, uh, <laughs> only 57% said the most important thing when they order is cost. Mm. Now, do you automatically look at the... At the prices, no. And they say that menu designers, um, they you're not supposed to have all the prices in a column when you design a menu. So if people look at them, they just don't, don't immediately. Oh. They will immediately go to the cheapest. Hmm. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah, that's where they'll put it in different mm-hmm. places typically. And I forget on a menu, you're supposed to put the the thing you make the most money on. Is it in the upper right? I forget. There's a whole menu planning thing for this. So uh, uh, I don't know. I've never made a menu. Yeah, but there's a, there's a whole science to where people's eyes look. And I et bet, cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, I think it's interesting. I get really anxious about menus. I find it interesting. You get anxious in a drive-through. I get really anxious in a drive-through. That's well, is it because you went to the wrong drive-through once? That would make you anxious. <laughs> yeah. No, remember he, that seemed he didn't take any responsibility for that. <laughs> well, they're too close to each other. Those places. That was so funny. <laughs> I thought it was Panera, right? And it yeah, was and he was a Chick Fil A. They're right next door. The parking lots, the parking lots are both asphalt. Oh, it's an easy mistake to make. Remember that? Yeah. One has the most efficient drive-through in the in the world. Double lane, super busy. The other one does a great job, but not as fast. No. More no, subdued I get, I do, colors. I, I do have, and I same with the bank. I drive-through total anxiety. Mm, okay. Don't, don't like, like the little it. pneumatic. Just take a deep breath. You, you're, you're good. You yeah. got this. Nope. Don't you're like the pneumatic. A grown tube. man with like any of that stuff. It's a drive-through, not a drive-by. Nothing yeah. bad is going to happen. Although yeah. I've started to go to the drive-through at the drugstore to that's pick up that's prescriptions. Yeah. yeah, that's because the people in front of me at the drugstore, the guys, you know. It's all right. Just get back from Leprosy Island. It's beautiful this time of year. Let me wipe my let me wipe my mucus in this counter before you get your. A lot of questions, dude. Too many questions. All right, all right. Now coming up, we're going to be joined by comedian Greg Warren. Also, we're going to talk with Bob Zaney. We haven't talked to in quite some time. Looking forward to talking to Bob. Uh, we'll see what's happening with Mr. Zaney. Coming up in the news, Christy, what have you got over there? Uh, well, we have the band Disturbed in the news. Taylor Swift uh, causes an earthquake. And um, we have 
robot preachers in the news. Mm. Can I get an amen? <laughs> I said, can I get an amen? <laughs> we'll find out how that's going. Spirit, come out. <laughs> Quiz time again. Christy Lee, your sleep number setting is? 45. That means a not-so-soft mattress. Yeah. Mr. McGee, what is it? 100, that firm mattress, Tom. That's uh, the way I lay there. It's a simple, simple science. Perfected. By the people at the sleep number bed, I'm talking about flexible flexible uh, numbers for your bed. What does it all mean? It means you can have the firmness that you want at the touch of a button. If you change it, you can just go, and there it is, the way you like it. And each side of the bed has its own setting. Sleep numbers perfected this adjustable firmness deal for you. Also, they've got temperature controls and all kinds of stuff to make you sleep even better. And the smart sleep number beds actually help you pick the perfect level of firmness. So sleep at the next level. Find a bed that performs as well as you do. And right now, save 500 bucks on the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. Plus, special financing is available for a limited time. Check it out, sleepnumber.com slash show. That's where you'll find your nearest Sleep Number store. That's the only place to get the great Sleep Number beds. See the store for details on this special financing and this special offer that's happening right now. Sleepnumber.com slash show. Coming up. Comedian Greg Warren. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. There's <laughs> Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. I'm sorry, what? There's Pat Godwin. Hey, chick. He's been known to sing her ta- song or two about once a week. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. Uh, Josh Arnold is here. <laughs> Poor Pat never gets a chance to defend himself. Well, he runs his mouth during the commercials. And <laughs> do I? Causing trouble. Do, yeah. do I? Yeah. Yeah. No, we were having a delightful chat in the green room. There's Ace Cosby. Really? Oh. He and Jeff Oske spent about 16 hours in a car uh, over the weekend. sharing stories, Jack. Oh, you guys actually did drive together, yeah, huh? That was fun. Went by quick. Who's is Jeff, Jeff saying that? Yeah, I ask him. Hear, ask I'd like to hear Jeff's side. Have him come in and tell you. Jeff looks like one of those pictures of the presidents when they go into office and they leave the office. Yeah, his beard is gray. His That's eyes are crazy. No, uh, we are joined by our I'm good friend. Tom. Thank you very much. Uh, there he is. It's so uh, it's it's Greg Warren. Oh, I like the lighting there, Greg. It's a oh, floating head. He's in a hotel. See, yes. His yes. eyes twinkle. Is there a girl in that bed? Yeah, let's can't see. Tell. It's all dark. Uh, can't see. Uh, there's a, there's uh, a bed we can see over your shoulder, Greg. Lay that pipe. Yeah. That, Lay that nobody pipe. In there. Nobody in there? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry uh, to let you guys down. Unreal no. that hose, Greg. <laughs> so, Greg, uh, we, have a, we had an interesting news story about something called menu anxiety, which I, oh, know, yeah. which I have. I, I know that you're kind of famous for your uh, performances at restaurants um as a customer Hi, you're you're extremely picky do you do you like to look over a menu what's what's your you know what i'd like to amend the story about greg i've eaten lunch with him more times than i care to remember <laughs> and he has never been anything but a, a gentleman to the servers i don't know where this started other than josh arnold <laughs> Possibly stretching the truth, but I don't know when. I agree. Greg is pretty nice to yes, the servers. Absolutely. It's when they walk away that the vitriol really starts uh, uh, showing itself. Well, that's true. <laughs> he does, but he tips to, well. He's a very generous person at lunch. He and, tends to talk a little loud, especially if there are older ladies sitting. There. We we've been shushed many times. Yes. But Greg shushed. Warren gave us a Wait, gift: the yeah. best picture of all time. 
of Josh looking at his pancakes, getting ready to pour the syrup on top. That's true. That picture encapsulates more joy than wow. the sailor kissing the girl after the war. I was very happy. The, the intensity of that glare. <laughs> <laughs> Look like a scientist. I've got a system. <laughs> and anticipating the moment the yes. delicious pancakes hit the lips. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, uh, Greg, what's on your mind today? Uh, guys, uh, I want to talk about uh, Area 51. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, fascinating. Oh, nice. Big believers yeah. in here. Yeah, it's uh, an area about uh, 80 miles northwest of Las Vegas, 368,000 acres. A uh, lot of names for this area. Area 51, Paradise Ranch, Watertown, Dreamland Resort, Red Square, The Box, Um uh, remote detachment administered by Edwards Air Force Base, Homie Airport, Groom <laughs> Lake. Um, so it's it's like Sean Combs. It's got a lot, lot a lot of names. <laughs> Diddy, Diddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's what? Okay, Sean. Uh, uh, Paradise Ranch. Uh, the government actually came up with that name because they wanted to lure people out there to work. Uh, they they build it as like a resort when it was a, a bunch of trailers in the desert. Um, it was like when Josh called his improv troupe uh, the Sex Machines. Uh, <laughs> That's right. I went to that show as a bunch of dorks. It was, uh... <laughs> but did you smile? That's all I care about. <laughs> Freeze. I thought... I thought... <laughs> hey, Mr. President. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, thank you very much. Yeah, I thought uh, Josh was very good. The rest of them were horrible. Um, <laughs> this is interesting. There's an airline uh, that goes from McCarran Airport in Vegas to Area 51. It's called uh, Janet. It's an unmarked plane. Uh, it's it's white with like a, a red stripe on it. Mm-hmm. Uh that's the Janet. Some people think stands for just another non-existent terminal. Some people say that's not true, uh, but that's how employees like get there. And there was a, uh, there was a listing for a job as a flight attendant on this airline uh, a little while back. And it said, uh, must be level-headed and clear thinking while handling unusual incidents and situations, hmm. which that could be for Southwest Airlines. Too, right? <laughs> yeah. These days, that's any uh, flight. It's- <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you think it's harder to keep your mouth shut about your destination or to tell some drunk hillbilly on a red eye that you can't have your 30th beer? <laughs> uh, don't go there, guys. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, don't, don't go there. There's a, a lot of signs that tell you not to go there. Uh, one says a thousand dollar fine, six months imprisonment, or both, uh, and it says strictly enforced. Uh, they tried. Uh, we're going to let you slide the first four or five times, but uh, that that didn't discourage people from going in. So they put the strictly enforced. Uh, authorized to use deadly force, and they have. They shot a guy in in 2019. It appeared to be not somebody that just wandered in there. He oh. was a wacko that had something to prove, and they shot him dead. Uh, a uh, hero who had something to, to prove sorry, to Josh. the American people. But uh, <laughs> So what's in there? 
Uh, well, uh, Tom, a lot of uh, alien lot of bodies. Come on. <laughs> well, let's get to that right away. Well, let's go. Nobody really said anything about the aliens or Area 51 until this guy in the late 1980s named Robert Lazar. He went on a Vegas local TV show and said, I used to work there and we reverse engineered uh, flying saucers that crashed. Ah. And uh, he said that he graduated from Caltech and did his master's at MIT. And this guy uh, also said he worked at Los Alamos National Laboratory, and he was a liar. None, none of this stuff was true. <laughs> oh, he did not go to those schools. Uh, like he did not. Uh, he did not work at Los Alamos National Laboratory. Like, don't lie about stuff that's easily checked, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like when Godwin was telling everybody he used to be in Van Halen. I <laughs> was in Van Halen. It was called you Van Godwin. I was the records. original there's singer. <laughs> I sang El Salvador. They turned it into Panama. Admittedly, <laughs> <laughs> Panama's more ringy. They, they were always El Salvador. That's mine. That's mine. I sang that. Might as well leap. Leap. <laughs> leap. That all makes sense to me. <laughs> Christie's crying. <laughs> Those are all Pat Godwin songs. That's very good, very good. So the guy made it all up. Well, that doesn't doesn't help. He made him. it up. Uh, yeah. Now, the, what does go on there? Uh, mostly testing. A lot of uh, a lot of planes have been tested there. Going back to uh, the U two spy plane in the nineteen fifties. That was a, a spy Sunday, plane. Sunday, we were... bloody Sunday. No, well, maybe they're they're probably not. No, no, after the, that, that's right? the band U2. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sunday, bloody Sunday. U dash two, you hyphen two, chick. I should have been more specific. What'd you call them? Um, they, they named their band after the plane. Francis sure. Gary Powers, the whole thing. FGP. Yeah, they. Uh, this plane could fly at 70,000 feet above Soviet radar back in the day. It was succeeded by the A 12 ox cart pretty cool thing there this thing could go across the united states in 70 minutes whoa yeah um and uh it, it could fly at ninety thousand feet back in the late uh, 1960s there was a, a ton of ufo spottings most people think it was these things flying over pilots and it, it freaked using out. ufo technology yes mm-hmm Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> you know what? We did test uh, uh, in Area 51 the Soviet MIG. We got our hands on one. Uh, Israel gave it to us. Uh, they got it from an Iraqi defector. And uh, we did a lot of, uh, there was a, a project have donut. It's not what you think, Josh. Huh? I uh, will have one. No, no. Thank you for offering. Uh, it was. Uh, we we tested. We had our, our our pilots test the MIGs, and we found out that uh, they maneuvered very very well, but only at slow speed. So we we just we go real fast, go real fast, <laughs> and go real high, and that's where uh, Top Gun started uh, with 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 these tests. The program, uh, and then, not the, uh, yeah, not the movie, so, not the film. So Area Fifty One doesn't have alien bodies in it. And- well, we don't know. Uh, Wasn't the guy saying people, that last week in front of Congress? Not necessarily. Somebody about Area did 51. say something about that. Yes, uh, David. Somebody, David Berger Grush said that recently. Um, and uh, no, nobody says that's true. Uh, that that I trust. Um, oh. Here's an interesting one uh, that I thought, uh, and I can't reveal my sources on a lot of this stuff, guys. <laughs> sure, sure. Of, uh, um, but uh, there's a theory that uh, it, it, Joseph Stalin. Uh, saw the movie War of the Worlds 
and wanted to uh, freak out uh, the Americans. So he built a flying saucer and and uh, had two 13-year-olds uh, that were altered through science. Like basically he did human experimentation on these kids to make them look like aliens. He put them in the uh, the cockpit and uh, and had the uh, flying saucer crash in New Mexico. Uh, and that uh, that was taken oh, to Wright Pat Air Force Base huh. uh, in uh-huh. Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then they moved it to uh, Vegas or to Nevada in 1951, which is why we call it uh, Area 51. Hmm. Oh, yeah. mm. interesting. Now, when these aliens uh, come to Earth, when they go back home, do they sit down with their friends and show them slides, you know, here I am, anally probing farmer Steve Johnson of Noblesville, Indiana. Really? <laughs> no, no comedy to be found in the anal uh, probing of the uh, extraterrestrials. Uh, they're, they're doing uh, medical research. Yeah, Josh, that hits home with you, doesn't There it? are victims, yeah. There are, these, are, these are victims you're talking about, not, not punchlines. Because <laughs> there seems to be a lot of anal probing whenever these, whenever these hillbillies are. You think if we had an alien body, we're not going to probe it in every which way we can? Yeah, you yeah. are. Yeah. If you find Absolutely. something, there's a hole. You're going to get in there. Exactly. Yeah, figure it out. Hey, it's yeah. a hole. Wonder what this does. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there, there, there's some Google Earth views of it, and it, it can't says, <laughs> says here that they are the the runways are very neatly kept. Which, uh, yeah, I, I I would hope that the U.S. military uh, picked up the Snicker bar wrappers and. <laughs> <fireball>. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's a military base. Of course, everything is neatly kept. Yes. I bet. Yeah, it's a mess over there. It's just Tom. You probably remember this. In 1974, there was a book uh, called "We Never Went to the Moon: America's 30 Billion Dollar Swindle" by a guy named Bill Casing. He said that uh, the moon landing was filmed at Area 51. He's an idiot. Yeah. He is an idiot. It yeah. was on the Warner Brothers lot. Everybody knows. <laughs> Everybody knows. Well, I, I've uh, I have directed it. I have been to Cape Canaveral. I have watched a launch. So what? It's real, pal. You moron. You don't know that. Mm. I saw. Well, David I was standing here. right there. Well, that one was real. Yeah, not the one. To the yeah, moon. but the, you didn't see. You weren't on the moon, Tom. Right. I, yeah. I wrote a book about uh, you know the Gulf War that I don't. I don't think was real. It was filmed uh, in a sandbox with tiny action figures in uh, Donald Rumsfeld's backyard. <laughs> I like where this is going. All right, cut. I need more emotion out of you, <laughs> Rummy, with a big megaphone. The, the government acknowledged uh, in two thir- 2013 for the first time that there was an Area 51. Uh, they There was a freedom of information request, and they, they never acknowledged that uh, it happened. There's also, Tom, you asked what goes on there, a lot of, uh, a lot of bomb testing over the years. Good. Uh, yeah, there's some... Uh, Oh. There's some plutonium out there. They've done they've done some stuff with some really really bad substances out there. So you and don't want you, you, you don't want to live downwind. Mm. That's the key. No, you don't. And I, you know, the problem with this topic, man, I'm not sure if you guys know this. There's a lot on the internet about it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it can't oh, yeah. be easy to read. Not a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I'll just top line this thing. No, that you. you <laughs> There's a lot going, but some people felt like that there's this plutonium in this area that they sectioned off, yet earthworms can go a lot further than you think, and they move the plutonium to 
other areas. Oh, is, yeah. They carry it with them? Is yes. Yeah. Yes. And then, you know, birds eat it and stuff like right. that. Right. So it's a little scary. Um, there's a guy named James Nose, uh, ex-employee that worked there. He said that uh, he never saw any alien activity, uh, but he said that there's no official documentation that he worked there and that they got paid in cash. Yeah, I'd like to see the size of his house and his yeah. boat for saying such things. They got paid in cash, isn't it? They a got government? paid in cash, Christy. Yeah, and they're government that close facility? to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, well. uh, yeah. Real, real, hmm. real uh, sketchy hmm. <laughs> and very doubtful. <laughs> well, thank you, Greg. By the way, Greg Warren's going to be on stage at Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale, California, uh, coming up August 10th through the 13th. And then Wednesday, August 16th, you'll be at Zany's in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, and then coming up later that weekend at the Stress Factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And eventually, you'll find yourself in Tempe, Arizona uh, at the Improv coming up in um, in late August. So. Oh. Go see Greg live and in person. Greg, how is your uh, how is your comedy special doing out there in the world of Amazon? Well, it's it's on YouTube, uh, Tom. Oh, sorry, uh, YouTube is the previous one on Amazon. Am I getting these? Previous one was on Amazon. Yeah, sorry. thanks. Um, it's doing well. It uh, it hit. Uh, Why well, I, I don't know. It's like six hundred fifty five thousand views or something. Yeah, which, it is. Uh, that's a very special number in comedy. Once, uh, once you hit six fifty-five. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. well, oh, very good. Yeah, very I, good. I know it got a yeah, great it, review in the New York Times. So, bravo to you. And it's called once again the salesman. The salesman with yeah. with uh, with Greg Warren, a former salesman uh, in real life. Uh, and uh, we uh, certainly appreciate your calls. And he we sure tried for- to sell us a bunch of hogwash this morning, didn't oh. he? Oh. Sure did. Oh. Area Fifty One doesn't have any. I didn't. Hear, I didn't uh, know anything about Janet Airlines. Real, I'm fascinated. Real by good it. sales work there, pal. I didn't hear one time. He goes, "There's something I slapped together." Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you very much, Greg. Right now, Bye, this Greg. portion of the Bob and Tom Show is brought to you by the best earbuds out there. They are called Raycons. Tell me more, Chick McGee. Yes, they are. Raycons everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with three sound profiles. That's up to you how you listen to them. They feature noise isolation, awareness mode. You can choose to be immersed in sound or tune into your surroundings when you need to. Uh, You can also listen while you travel or maybe during that grueling workout with optimized gel tips with the Raycons. They fit every ear ever made. And don't forget, these earbuds are comfortable enough to wear all day. And this is key. They will not budge. They don't come out of your ear. You won't lose them. And Raycon... You can also get eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of battery life, and you will love this. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands. Plus, Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 56,000 five-star reviews. So right now, go to buyraycon.com slash Tom, and it's already a low price. Plus, you get 15% more off your Raycon order. Just because you know us. That's buyraycon.com slash Tom. 15% off your Raycon purchase. They really are the best. It's buyraycon.com slash Tom. They are the best. Have you seen this cartoon, Josh? It's got the aliens zooming away from Earth and one <laughs> says to the other, I can't believe Yelp gave Earth four stars. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming right back. We've got um, a woman getting arrested at a very fine splash park in Ohio. Uh, and um, if you um, lost a friend climbing a glacier in the last 30, 40 years, they may be coming back. Not oh, alive. Zombies? Or no, not oh. alive. Just just the, 
Snow's melting. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Catch any part of the show you missed later today on our YouTube channel. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news. Yes. Yes, sir. There's Pat Godwin. Hello, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. Good morning. Josh Arnold's here. Yeah, I am, Chicky. There's Ace Cosby. <laughs> hey, I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold looking uh, like he just woke up. Uh, he, you look like a time traveler a lot. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Stuff like that. I'm yeah. a little sleepy. Didn't yeah. get a lot of sleep last yeah. night. I went to bed I late, either. putting together an aquarium because you can't tell my seven-year-old no. won a goldfish at the fair. And we had to organize a new aquarium. <laughs> I'd like to congratulate the aquarium manufacturers for finding um, a setting of uh, printed type that is so small, a flea couldn't read it. <laughs> huh. Even, Why would a flea be uh, reading an aquarium book? Uh, that's the thing. Fleas I, that's, like that's exactly my point. Don't you just put the tank and put some water in it and you go? Put maybe some gravel you, on you the bottom? Plug the pump in. How yeah. hard is it? You put a pump to, in there? You have to clean the gravel. You have to use special water. You These things are fair the... fish. These They're, things will never live, die. They'll live in anything. Twinkies, cockroaches, and fish that you win from a we'll fair. See, we'll see. <laughs> in any event, um, we were talking about Area 51 and aliens. Fascinating. Uh, here's another cartoon. It shows aliens, radio. On, aliens on their home planet. I'm describing it, you jackass. <laughs> Showing aliens on their home planet with cardboard cutouts of farmers, cows, and barns faking a trip to Earth. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. What about uh, aliens in the 80s, and then they go to America, and then they just want to steal a bunch of blue jeans? <laughs> How cool are these? Uh, now, uh, Christy Lee is at our news desk. And have we missed anything, Christy? The heavy metal band known as Disturbed <laughs> had their show in Texas disturbed. How? By an indoor rain shower, Josh. That doesn't make any sense. When their pyrotechnics st- uh, set off the venue sprinklers. Oh, I bet you'd like Disturbed. That, that one's on that, wah, 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 that one you keep doing. I like that Come one. Come on, down good. with the sickness. Yeah. According to UltimateClassicRock.com, Disturbed was playing their closing number, Inside the Fire, at the Cynthia Woods Mitchell Pavilion when the dramatic pyrotechnic display caused water to pour down on the band. That's kind of cool, though, the yeah, last song. Yeah, and Into the Fire. Yeah. They played through the end of the number before David Draymond <laughs> introduced each band member and asked fans to make some noise for the sprinkler system. Make some noise. Yeah. That's nice. Probably the first shower some of their fans had had in a while. <laughs> <laughs> As a very big fan of Disturbed, I can appreciate that. Yeah. Is it? Have you seen them live? Is it, a bunch, yeah. Is it like a bunch of just like angry dads? Just... No, dude. It's uh, you, See, that's the weird thing about it. Uh, you, you would think that these concerts would be filled with angry people and they're not not they're happy and excited and well is is their hit down with the sickness is that that's one one of their biggest hits if not the in my head is it arable so i'm sorry sure yeah a disturbed show is two thousand guys they all look just like you and they got a babysitter so they're so excited just to let loose no no these guys bring their kids They I've do? seen a lot of toddlers at shows like that, yeah. Whoa. Think of, a, think of a grandmother playing this, this drums. It's good. It's good drums. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. I mean, this song is... Shit. Is there a lot of screaming? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I've never heard that because I don't think I've ever listened in headphones before. Oh, yeah, when he switched. <laughs> he did not just shush. No, he, he said something. 
So that's oh, on me. You asked me if it was safe to play. I said yes. Happy anniversary, John. Well, that's a very well, subtle. That was a good run, John. Yeah. I have never heard. So I've never listened seven, to it that closely. Seven year thing. What Somewhere when I go, oh yeah, sure. Somebody at home is going, no, it isn't. No, okay, I see that. Is that more emblematic of... Absolutely. Okay, Okay, I see. I I get the gist. uh, I had the pleasure of watching Josh drive to the song. And he's driving, but he just looks like himself, just like a kind suburban dad. And just every so often, he would just smack an imaginary butt that was next to him. He'd just be driving and go like... I slapped the steering wheel. I don't know where I... I I love that part. Yeah, that's really I can't do that. I love and you know how a lot of uh, lead men, will, uh, what are they, a front, front men will man. come out and go, uh, hey, let me hear you out there, or whatever. I saw them one time, and uh, David, he just goes, speak to me. <laughs> All right. The crowd just went nuts. It was awesome. <laughs> like a scientist <laughs> summoning the army yeah, that he built in his lab. Oh, <laughs> speak to me. <laughs> Dude, I love seeing hard bands. I, I wasn't very into them, but I got to see Rage Against the Machine yeah. at Lollapalooza when I was like 14. They almost turned me into a communist, dude. <laughs> I was losing my mind out there. I was yelling about hating cops and the government. They have strong I had, opinions. I had no idea what I was talking about, but sometimes the rock is so good that you just let go. <laughs> right, right. Wow. Well, on the other side of the coin, seismologists are saying Taylor Swift fans caused record-breaking seismic activity during her Seattle concerts. No kidding. Jackie Kaplan, a professor at Western Washington University, told CNN that Swifties at Lumen Field caused seismic activity equivalent to 2.3 on the magnitude earthquake scale. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The Swift quake, as they call it, has been compared to the 2011... Beast Quake. Are you familiar with that, Chick? Marshawn Lynch in the touchdown run. That's yeah. exactly right. Dr. Kaplan said the magnitude difference between Beast Quake and Swift Quake was only 0.3, but Swifties have the Seahawks fans beat. She said they were shaking twice as strong as Beast Quake, according to this account. Shake it, shake it. Well, shake sh- for me, girl. Shaking it off, I would imagine. They're shaking and it off, Taylor yeah. Taylor Swift mm-hmm. uh, song there. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> Celebrity Earthquakes <laughs> is a handful of others. It was Kirstie Alley running for the uh, Golden Corral Buffet. Oh, oh, really? Rest in peace, oh, Kirstie. Kirstie. Rest in pizza. She was real fat. <laughs> Man. Yeah. She did struggle with her weight, yes. <laughs> fat, fat, fat. Fatty, fat, fat, fat. So if Taylor Swift's causing earthquakes, but ACDC isn't, what's happening to this world? <laughs> this is so confusing. Is- ACDC will cause an earthquake. At least they've... Shook me all night. Oh, oh, oh very, yeah. very, very, very well. You're like two for two with kind of just moderate, be, tepid song. I'm very good. Reader's <laughs> Digest, right in the back. Uh, here's a smiler. So, is there something about like the tectonic plates under Seattle that make this possible? Why does this happen in the Pacific Northwest? I don't know. Maybe it's the construction of that stadium. The so stadium actually does it uh, because the uh, Paul Allen, the guy, he has it so sound goes down to the field instead of out or something like that. Oh. Oh. Making it the loudest stadium. Wow. In, uh, cool. Yeah. I'll be darned. Oh, yeah. We learned something today. See? <laughs> Janet Airline and Lumen Field is... We learned that the beginning I'm, of Down with the Sickness has the S word. <laughs> yeah. That's a big that. lesson from this break. <laughs> 
Angie just said sick. I feel compelled. Even though what I just tell, told you is the truth, I feel compelled to say I was lying. I don't know why, but that's the truth. <laughs> okay. um, uh, coming Believe up. Leave if you want. Um, if you're missing a friend that was climbing a gla- glacier in the last 30, 40 years, he may be reemerging, or she. Um, we'll find out about that. We got a naked guy in an apartment. We got robot preachers. God, mm-hmm. boy, that's, that's not going to work. I feel the spirits moving through me. No, you don't. <laughs> gears, <laughs> gears and cables. <laughs> Must bless, baby. <laughs> Must bless. We'll find out about that. And Whoops. Then, uh, we got a lady arrested at a water park. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you'll be surprised as you be... to why. Yeah. Um, water parks are joyous places. Well, she she called a kid fat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I saw the story. You just called What was the kid wearing? <laughs> was he? Was he wearing a, was he wearing a shirt? Hey, swim shirt, keep it moving. <laughs> we'll find out what happened. Oh. Hey, Chunkles. When we come back, this is the Bob and Tom Show. More Bob and Tom next. Got a comment? Our email is bobandtom at bobandtom.com. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. At the news desk, it's Christy Lee. Hello, Chick McGee. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. What's up, man? Josh Arnold over there. Hi. Ace Cosby. Hey. The legend. <laughs> I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Hello, Tom. Special request coming up for an additional Ace Cosby joke of the day. No, we don't. You know? No, we, we simply no. don't. Chick, no. you got to stop that. No. Nope. <laughs> By special request, I mean that's what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, uh, we have an unusual da, story da, da. of a... Uh, <laughs> Finish chewing whatever it is you're stuffing down your face, and then you can talk. (laughs) Uh, We have an interesting story out of Ohio involving a water park. Yeah, Um, people from Ohio are boring. That's what I say. Is it the beach? (laughs) A self-described Christian woman was arrested in an Ohio water park after she insulted a child and pushed him off a floating toy. (laughs) Police responded to the Cedar Point Shores water park in Sandusky, Ohio, when the boy's mother said a 67-year-old woman called her son, quote, a brat and a fat ass <laughs> before pushing him off a float hey, you fat ass. in the kid's pool. The suspect admitted Gosh, to calling the boy a brat. kiddie pool. She admitted to calling the boy a brat but denied uh. swearing at the child and said she did not touch him. A patrolman noted that the suspect stated, quote, she was a Christian woman, a grandmother, and she wouldn't do such a thing. Hmm. However, a witness contradicted the woman's claims. The woman was initially let off with a warning, but officers later determined, this is where this gets brave, she had provided them with a phony name, a fake address, and fake phone number that just rang busy all the time. (laughs) So officers returned to the park and arrested the 67-year-old woman wow. on charges of obstruction. I think it's humorous that she just claimed to be a Christian. Yeah. Okay, Karen, you got baptized. <laughs> so what? <laughs> what a meanie. Yeah, she sure wasn't acting oh, like given, one. Giving a fake name is obstruction of justice. Yeah, That's right. That's interesting. Hmm. Um, well, it reminded me of a different story. What? Um, right? I don't know if you guys remember this, but uh, there was a, a TV show called Ultimate Slip and Slide. Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Remember this? and um, Sounds familiar. The show had to be canceled because um, several people involved in the show essentially got diarrhea. Right. Oh, God. 
up to 40 crew members became violently ill on the set. I'm reading this word for word. Uh, they experienced an outbreak of, quote, awful explosive diarrhea with some people collapsing on the set. Hmm. The show was being shot in the San Fernando Valley and only had a week of production left to go when it was canceled. Um, so, uh, By the way, for everyone out there that might be critical of the writer's strike going on, we need good writers so we don't get more shows like Ultimate Slip and Slide. Yeah. Okay? okay. Oh, I'm sure it had writers, too. <laughs> Sadly. Well, yeah, probably fake out writers behind the scenes. But yeah, so it's uh, Giardia. Is that the name of that? It's uh, Jardinera, and they serve it on hot dogs in Chicago. Okay, Giardia on the set. Uh, in any event. <laughs> That's the bad joke. Pat, you have a song about this? Oh, yeah. No slip and slide here today. <laughs> Oh, no slip and slide in a day. You know, the opposite of constipation has caused this cancellation, I say. Oh, I know a game show on NBC. Production was halted when the crew ran to the porta potties. Many got diarrhea. <laughs> Explosive, I'd say. Oh, the water got money, and the crew had to run the other way. Everybody now, no slip slide here today. I said, everybody, no slip and slide here today. Oh, the crew suffers dehydration. The place needs fumigation right away. You know, if, if you if the person in front of you in the slip and slide. Has diarrhea by the time you realize it. It's too late. It's too late. Yeah. You're committed. Uh, yeah, that show apparently never aired. Well, uh, I, I can I can see why. Hmm. Actually, kind of kind of rough. Uh, now we have uh, Christy Lee at the news desk coming up. Comedian Bob Zaney will be joining us. What have you got over there, Christy? Melting glacier ice near Switzerland's iconic Matterhorn has revealed. The remains of a mountain climber who went missing 37 years ago. Wow. According to police, climbers discovered the human remains and several pieces of equipment (laughs) while hiking along the Theodol Glacial in Zermatt. Theodol Glacier, rather. Police said DNA analysis enabled the identification of a mountain climber who had been missing since 1986. Officials added the recession of the glaciers increasingly brings to light Missing alpinists who were reported missing several decades ago. Alpinists? That's the term for... Mountain climber. Mountain climber? Apparently. Don't act like you came up with the term. Alpinist. I've heard it before, having encountered a book in my life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm sorry, what year did this guy disappear? Well, 37 years ago, so 1986. Talk about a cold case. (laughs) (laughs) Tells the joke, laughs, hits the button, laughs again. <laughs> you but is know it what? really I, a joke? <laughs> see, the, see, the ice is melting, you see. It uh-huh. was cold. And, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like the balls it took. <laughs> yeah, a lot of balls. You called your shot. It was cool. There's also new evidence out there that suggests humans lived in South America at the same time as the now extinct giant sloth. No kidding. Triangular and teardrop-shaped pendants made of bony material sure. from the sloths that were discovered in Brazil point to skilled humans coexisting with the animals. I'm a giant. I mean, couldn't it be argued that 
<laughs> Maybe the giant's lost bones were found 10,000 years later and they carved them up. They know how to carbon date things. Scientists mm-hmm. analyzed the ornaments along with sediment from the discovery site, determined that they were 25 to 27,000 years old, several thousand years before the first people were thought to have arrived in the Americas after migrating out from Africa and Eurasia. It isn't. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you think the people got there, found the bones. Yeah, they could have found the bones 10,000 years later. And no, they can carbon date the bones and say... You no, know, the bones are all... I'm not disputing the age of the bones. I'm disputing the age of the, disputing the, age of the carving. How do they know? Oh, the and, and carving. Also, and isn't killing right. giant sloths like picking on the fat kid in gym class? <laughs> A lot of fun? <laughs> Don't you try and run now. <laughs> Maybe they went extinct because they were delicious and easy to catch. Hmm. Maybe. And filled with caramel. But if there weren't people there who ate them. Well, so I, I don't know. I'm just I, I'm always sort of skeptical of some of these things where they find two footprints and they build a dinosaur from it. No, okay. You no, know admit that you're skeptical of everything. I said this a lot, and you were like poo-pooing it. No, when they find an, an entire set of bones and they fit together, that makes sense. These people know what they're doing. They fit together because I make them fit together. The whole thing wouldn't have been published if it hadn't had some truth to it. Mm-hmm. What? Right? Really? Yeah, in these scientific journals? Really? Don't they do their... They can't print due anything diligence? unless it's the truth? Oh, no, they, in this case. They've made mistakes throughout history. If I see Mistakes it, are one thing. Remember, right. they, remember who was it? The, which I forget which if it was Piltdown Man. One of those things was... They took two different bones from two different things and stuck them together, and they got caught. And further studies showed that they... Uh, oh, oh, they did it on purpose? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I mean, there are, there are many great discoveries. Just, this was, I'm just kind of curious if there's any way to prove that they were there at the same time. But, but uh, And again, giant sloth. You're a big fan of the sloth, right, Christy? I love a sloth, yeah. They're very cool. Aren't they, aren't they kind of dangerous? They have massive claws. They have claws. massive claws that people forget about. But I thought that, And I think they will slash you. Mm-hmm. Well, as I soon mean, as look at you. Mm-hmm. That's not true. I don't know about that. I think it is. What they they slowly love p- to be upside down. That's all I know. What? Won't they slowly put their claws through your face? No, they won't. Yes. <laughs> I think they're friendly. And they actually. shush you. They're pretty as friendly. You scream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I auditioned with one once. You did? Yeah, yeah for Carnival. Yeah. yeah. What was go? your name? Carnival did a promotion that had a sloth in it. Did you get the part? Nope. I suck at auditions. <laughs> well, um, now, well, um, you'd think you'd get more parts if you sucked at auditions. <laughs> Gosh, that's how you get the parts. <laughs> the uh, um, uh, we're we're going to speak with the great comedian Bob Zaney coming in in just a few minutes. We haven't talked to Bob in a while. Always look forward to the the, uh, the merch king. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if nothing, if nothing else, we discussed that actually last week. We were talking about that a little bit, a little bit on the air. Um, also coming up, Christy, what else have you got on the news? Uh, we have robot pe- uh, preachers in the news, which I, I find say a robot penis. So no, well, no, this is very interesting story about robot preaching. We have red light therapy. If it can help you, we'll let you know. And we have a naked guy at an East Hollywood apartment complex terrorizing the building. And Mr. Peanut is back. I found red light therapy to be very relaxing. Do you? you mean it was in Amsterdam? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and do it. <laughs> oh, I was going to do I'm having trouble starting red light therapy. Green light therapy has been much more effective in the early stages. Yeah, there you Apparently go. Apparently not a joke either. Okay, cool. All right, all good. Remember that uh, song? One, two, three, red light. Yep, that you stop me. Nope. Do you stop me? No, I don't remember it. I'm not going to predict it. <laughs> That's a good song. 
Friday's a good Damn song. Right it Every is. time Josh. I make a move to love you. you. It's uh, one, two, Ohio. Uh, uh, is it the Ohio? 1910 yep. Fruit Bubble Gum. Gum. Boys, Ohio. With one you. of those. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, right now, uh, it's quiz time once again, Christy Lee. Again, what is your sleep number setting? 45. New husband. He's a 100, but we can sleep in the same bed. That's right, because half the bed can be your side, which oh, is, of course... Oh, I could sneak right in there, and he'd never know. <laughs> Why is that, Chick? I'm a 100. This uh, Chick McGee's number is also 100. This is my cheating boy. Uh, what that means is that the 100 setting is for a firmer mattress, and the less firm is 45. You can do whatever you want. That's how the beautiful, beautiful sleep number bed works. It should be called the freedom bed because everybody is free to reset the bed at the number that works best for them. And these beds will actually help you figure out what that number is because they're smart beds. There's a whole variety of beds from sleep number. And uh, because they've perfected that aspect of bedding, which is the firmness level, they've got a bunch of other tricks up their sleeves for you to find out about, including temperature controls, uh, things that control where your head goes, like raising it and lowering it, all kinds of stuff. Maybe help you with snoring or acid reflux. Get the details at your Sleep Number store to find them. Go to sleepnumber.com slash show. Unlock your potential for great sleep with a smart bed that's as smart as you are. Now, you can save a staggering $500 on the next generation Sleep Number smart bed right now, and special financing is available. This is a limited-time opportunity. So check out your favorite Sleep Number store to find it. Go to sleepnumber.com slash btshow. That's sleepnumber.com slash btshow. Coming up, comedian Bob Zandi. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Being Lee walking and waterboarded over there? What's going on? Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. <laughs> You're not helping. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. Look What's at that. up? Hey, y'all. Josh Arnold. Hi. There he is. Ace Cosby's here. Hey. I am Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much, Chick. Drinking Special edition. while he's talking. This good, is uh, good idea. tea. Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, long. Thank you very much. <laughs> Earl Grey. <laughs> is there anyone named Earl Grey, or is that the guy who invented Earl Grey tea? Hmm. I, that's a great question. I'll be digging that up sometime later today when I, my life is over and I've got nothing to Speaking do. of our life being over, don't we have a special guest? We're right going to be speaking on the phone with comedian Bob Zaney in a matter of seconds. Is Mr. Zaney there? It looks like he's there. Yes, I'm here. Oh, hey, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bobby. Hi, everybody. Uh, yeah, Bob, I, I, one of the reasons I wanted you to call is uh, our friend Ron Sexton uh, died uh, just uh, about 10 days ago. And I know that you toured extensively with Ron as uh, as Donnie Baker, typically. He would do a, a couple of different characters on his shows. I know you have some pretty f- good memories of uh, some of the stuff that happened. And you guys were both very big on the merch, of course. Uh, some call always by. at the merch table, and uh, the thing I love most about Ron was towards uh, you know the end of the tours that we did, he just come out without uh, his getup, and people go, "Hey, Ron," <laughs> and uh, kind of made me laugh a little bit. But uh, the best now, Chick and Christy may have been part of one of these shows that we did. Uh, we were, uh, it was some theater. I don't know if you guys remember. A fire alarm went off during the show. Uh, yes, I do remember that. Yes. Yeah, and they finally fixed it, and then I got on stage, and all of a sudden the fire alarm goes off, and I'm going, what's going on here? And I pull back the curtain, and it was Ron doing the noise on a mic. <laughs> oh, that's a good, well, that's a good wow. impression. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it was amazing, and it was a big laugh, of course, for the whole crowd. And, and of course, sometimes when we did it with the pork pistols, I would interrupt the guys with a broom acting like it was a guitar. And then Ron would say, next on Huckabee. <laughs> I know that on your official um, uh, Bob Zaney channel on YouTube, you have an interview with Ron at Cactus Pete's. And That's right, in Jackpot, Nevada. I would take uh, everybody who I brought out there, and Chicken Christie did it. Yep. Uh, they would, uh, I'd interview him about the show and I actually did it on a flip camera, which was really kind of cool because I could move it really fast because I guess that's what flip means. <laughs> and, and, uh, it was just funny. He just, you know, he would stay in the character and just commit to it and made me laugh inside. But I tried to, you know, not laugh, but he always made me laugh. He was a very funny man. And when he would do Tony Soprano, it was the best. Mm. Yeah, he nailed that one. Well, a lot of people didn't realize that Ron did uh, a number of the voices on the show besides Donnie. Ron, uh, of course, did uh, Floyd the Trucker, which to me was always the most, uh, I don't know where that came from. It was entirely original. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, Well, he, uh, you know, it's one time at the merch table, we were just standing there, and this guy came up, one of the audience members, and was talking about, you know, I don't know what's going on with Floyd the Trucker. And he went on and on about it in front of Ron and I, and we just we just said, "Oh yeah." <laughs> you know, um, by the way, I, I should mention this: if you are um, would like to do a little something in honor of Ron Sexton, his family has asked that you donate to the uh, Honor Flight program, which is a uh, a one day no cost trip to Washington D.C. for uh, veterans of uh, Vietnam, Korea, and World War II. And uh, the idea is that the veterans get to see the memorials by the Washington Monument to um, those conflicts. And uh, Ron, uh, his dad, a uh, Vietnam uh, veteran, they they went on one of those honor flights. If you would like to make a donation, you can go to honorflight.org slash donate. That's, that's honorflight.org. I will be doing donate. that because my dad was in the Korean War. He didn't have to go over. He, he was uh, stationed at Eglin Air Force Base in uh in Pensacola, oh. uh, and but my uncle went, so yeah, I'll be doing that for sure. Yeah, you know, I, Josh and I were in a, a pilot night. It's also a rockumentary, I believe they call it, Josh, mm-hmm. where we I played his manager, Donnie Baker's manager. And what was your official title on that, Josh? I played uh, like a cameraman, uh, part of the real the documentary crew. And not a very caring cameraman, if I remember correctly. No, I did not care for... My character did not care for Donnie. Uh, and we got to spend a significant amount of time, if you remember, Bob, in a strip club. At, in like, a strip club? Yeah, while it was... Cl- Donnie, <laughs> that's where Donnie was raised. And the, there was also... We had a uh, camper. that We would sit in a camper, and I would discuss his career. But it was interesting... <laughs> It was all really about me. Whenever he came into the scene, they would be interviewing me, and he would interrupt. I said, hey, Donnie, this is about me, not you. And it was his documentary. And I think that's posted on the Bob and Tom website, and as are the links, by the way, to the uh, Honor Flight. Uh, I believe that's on pretty much all of our social media. Right. Once again, it's real easy to remember, honorflight.org slash donate. It's a great program. And uh, if you get a chance to make a donation, that'd be that'd be great. And in honor of Ron, Bob Zaney, what's the latest with you? Where are you these days? Uh, I'm in Vegas right now. I'm heading out to Florida and then Rockford and uh, 
and Joliet and then Reno. So it's I got a couple weeks off where I can, you know, regroup and enjoy the monsoon weather coming out. How's your temperature right now in Vegas? Hot. Yesterday it was about 112, oh. uh, but, you know, you get used to it. You know, the best thing is you look it up on the Weather Bug app, and it says it's 112, but it feels like 106. <laughs> oh. And it makes you feel so much better. Yeah. I bet. You it feels like 106. Okay. <laughs> Tell that to my dog in the car, okay? Poor Zuzu. I have to take her up to the dog park to do her business, and we we do it first thing in the morning, and then we wait all day until the evening. So, Aww. She's learned to hold it, is what I'm getting at, okay? <laughs> She's the Kenny Rogers of dogs. What kind of dog is uh, Zuzu? <laughs> She's an Australian cattle dog and a, a part mutt, and we rescued her from the shelter. Okay. And, uh, and I want to thank Christy, because I know you have a dog named Frankie. Yeah, I do. And Frankie, if Chick knows how much I love Frankie, and we, we lost him about a year and a half ago, and uh, I'm glad his name lives on, because uh, that's a great name for a dog. Well, yeah. when you lost him, you probably should have looked at him for him a little harder. You oh, know? Chick. Well, it, it involved making flyers and putting them up, and oh. I just didn't have the time. Very <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you didn't say oh, that. Okay, I get yeah, it. Once again, it looks Oh, like... come on. I'm kidding. Uh, Frankie was, well, Frankie didn't care for comedy. He wasn't a showbiz dog. Our late dog, Norman, now he was in show business. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he did. A, uh, there was a TV show on the Animal Planet called You Lie Like a Dog, and uh, I was on it as a judge with uh, Marsha Clark from the OJ trial. Wow. Jeez. And Yikes. at the end of the show, Marsha Clark officiated over the wedding of, uh, of, of Norman with uh, Tim Begley, the actor, his dog, and they got married on, on the show. How strange. And uh, it was great because uh, right after the ceremony, Frankie looked over at a goat, and I just went, wow, that's a zany dog. <laughs> you know, Bob, it's official. You, working with Marsha Clark, you have worked with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad she's now in a position where her... Inadequacies you know that I, I actually did a, a corporate show for Enron uh, a, few, a few years before the big mess. No. And, I, and when after I read about it, I said, you know what, didn't I do a show in Houston for them? And I read my notes. And it was I had a, a I have a letter from the office of Ken Lay. So maybe oh. that'll be worth something, right? Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so when you say that, Chick, it's kind of weird. I have, and I've been very fortunate in my career over the years with all the people I have worked with at some point. And I even forget Dave Chappelle, his very first uh, appearance on TV was the evening at the Improv, and I was the special guest star on that episode, and I had forgotten, and I ran into David. We were doing the Aspen Comedy Festival, and he said, Bob, you know, I was on the show with you. That was my first TV show. I said, oh, that's cool, Dave. He said, you know who was in the audience? I said, no. O.J. and Nicole. Oh, wow. Holy heck. And they actually, and Bud Freeman loves celebrities. So, of course, I didn't have the full show, and I found it on the interweb. And, yes, he did point out uh, O.J., and there was Nicole sitting right next to him. Oh. Before. How wow. weird is that? Yeah, well, so I can say I've worked with Nicole, Chick. <laughs> That's everybody. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. You, you look and for then Bob I remember Zaney. Taking... I'm trying to give, plug your shows, Bob. Uh, look okay. for Bob Zaney in uh, Tampa uh, coming up on August 17th. He's going to be at the uh, Lakewood Ranch in Florida coming up the 19th. And then you've got a bunch of stuff. Rockford, Las Vegas, um, Reno, Elkhart, Indiana, Logansport, um, Frank yeah, and in Michigan. fact, Las Vegas, this is a new hotel. It's not actually a casino. It's a, 
My wife, Erin O'Connor, very funny comic you've quoted on the show. She was performing there over the weekend. She says it's an amazing hotel and they have this beautiful showroom, so we'll be headlining Labor Day weekend, which is cool because many years I did the Jerry Lewis telephone here in Las Vegas, and Chick and uh, Jessica actually came out mm-hmm. and was on the show. Yeah, you'll right. be at the Ahern Hotel later on in the year. You'll be at the MGM at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club just before Christmas. So, Well, thanks, That's Bob. Right. It's always a great well, pleasure. Thank you guys. Best of luck on the road. Yes, Bob. Thank you for thank calling. You. And, uh you know, just so I can say this, Ron was always a good friend to me. And, uh, you know, this business, we don't really get to see each other as much unless we're working together. And uh, it, it was a tough one. So thank you guys for all the tributes you're doing for him. He's a good guy. Yes. Thank yeah, you, Bob. Thank you. Bob, thank you. Bob Zaney, the uh, man behind the famous Zaney Report over the years here on the Bob and Tom Show. Once again, uh, in honor of Ron, if you'd like, uh, once again, the... Um, the uh, place to go is uh, the honorflight.org slash donate. And once again, this is a great organization. They, they take, uh, at no cost to the veterans, they take them to Washington, D.C. to see the memorials for World War II, Korea, and Vietnam. Mm. And uh, it's about time they built a couple more memorials there, but that's another story. Tom, I was talking to Bob Zaney over the weekend, and he said, uh, unfortunately, he's lost quite a few friends and he said well that's show business uh josh it's a good thing you got out of that years ago that's zany for you that's friends yeah. like these huh <laughs> funny guy uh, we return to the news desk with have we missed anything oh my goodness of course scientists have found that robot preachers get less respect than human Preachers. I get no respect. <laughs> One experiment used the Mindar humanoid robot. Mindar. At the I am Mindar. Kodaiji Buddhist Temple in Kyoto, Japan. The robot, which has a human like silicone face with moving lips right. and blinking eyes on a metal body, right. delivers 25 minute sermons on Buddhist principles. Truly a robot. Human participants <laughs> who listened to a sermon said they viewed Mindar as less credible than the human priest. Those who listened to the robot also gave smaller donations than those who had a sermon from the... Oh, sorry. That was, that's the sound of Mindar. Sorry. Is it really? Yeah. It's a little, I didn't realize it was that loud. It's super creepy. No, no, no. It's just Japanese. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. The visual. Thank you. The visual, it's... um. It's, yeah, just because you don't understand the language, no, 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 it, it's creepy. Come here, Josh. Come here and look what? at this. I've, I've, <laughs> scared uh, the. <laughs> sorry, I'm glad I'm wearing my thinks. Why does he have that? Why does he have access to that? He's, no, I just I don't. He he threw a fit, and now he has all of these things, and he messes it up every day. <laughs> no, Eddie's got to reset. This. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I know Eddie's throwing a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I Damn it is, Eddie. and it's, he's a Buddhist. Pre, uh, you think Buddha would? How do you think he'd feel about I a think robotic of all religion? I don't think <laughs> robots would be uh, in Buddhism, but maybe so. I don't know. You gotta get to everybody. But I, when I say it's creepy, it, it, it's very flesh-like. But, but then the, the face ends at the forehead, and, and the wires the, start sticking out. And yeah, why not just play the bodies? And then the body's all metal. She ha- her hand is like a regular. It's very strange. Does um, have any? Or, or five? Any any openings? Yeah, any holes? Like uh, any? I'm sorry, you're right. Any you holes? <laughs> this thing is terrifying. Yeah, I don't I don't see people 
when the when the basket comes around, they're not going to throw money into this. Thing. Oh, that thing is oh. scary. Nice How waistline, much it turns me on. <laughs> nice waistline. <laughs> yeah, you don't want a fat robot. That's for sure. A fat robot is very funny. <laughs> I I must eat. I had too many batteries last night. Oh, you're a robot. Just chugging cans of WD forty. <laughs> After last week's sermon, I can't help you probably can see i have beautiful gold bolts now I, <laughs> jesus wanted me to be this all Buddhist, fixed up uh, with uh yeah. buddha wanted me to be rich right. buddha was very big on material <laughs> i'm trying to buy more stuff with That's your right. this is not gonna fly it's very why are they doing it uh, i don't know why hmm. huh. very... although i know that they're saying that there are a lot of uh what is it ai that's the word I'm looking for. Composed sermons out there. Ah, sure. Yeah. In other words, if you don't want to write a new sermon, you just pump in a bunch of stuff, and the uh, the AI robot will be writing that for you. You just pump six it right foot, in there, baby. This mind are six foot four, one hundred and thirty two pounds. Whoa! Yeah. Well, he's skinny. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a Christian mm-hmm. version of this, and it says the it, the quote is: "This robot was so realistic, several people nodded off during the sermon." Oh, wow! <laughs> oh, Sunday morning, you see there. That robotic uh, Christian preacher is good. R two Deuteronomy. My <laughs> <laughs> arm. That was clunky. <laughs> Very clunky. CP three sixteen. C three PO. My yeah. God. <laughs> Any of this? Uh, nope, none of it. None <laughs> of it. Yeah, it's, it's all. I was part of it too. Is the secret to glowing youthful skin? Zapping your face with red light. I thought it was season, uh, semen, right? <laughs> that is good for your skin. Yeah. Quite a few TikTokers think yeah, the story that red isn't light about you. Okay. Therapy might be the answer. <laughs> I love it. Can't get enough of it. Rub it in. Videos tagged hashtag Red Light Therapy have garnered over ninety six million views James in the Garner? videos. Users expose their skin to red light in order to treat a wide range of cosmetic issues, including acne, signs of aging, and hair loss. Turns out, TikTokers might be onto something, and red light has been used um, on the dermatologist's radar for quite a while. One uh, dermatologist, Dr. Anthony Rossi, said red light is something dermatologists have been using for quite some time. I'm a big proponent of red light therapy because I use it in a clinical setting. Hmm. Hmm. I know, uh, Dr. Anthony Rossi, didn't he work uh, as a comedian for a while? I don't know, did he? Oh, yeah, is that right? Yeah, didn't he work with another (laughs) comedian? (laughs) Oh, Marty uh, Marty Allen. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hello there. um, uh, (laughs) Allen and Rossi, the famous comedy duo. Now, Josh, you said you were using red light therapy a few years ago? Yeah, yeah, I I, I was, and uh, I actually I incorporate the red light with those hot uh, stones. Uh-huh. Oh know, yeah, that they put sure. On yeah. So the guy said, "Hey, you want uh, the red light or the uh, the rocks?" And I said, uh, "Both rocks and put on the red light." <laughs> rocks and put on the red, put on the red light. Roxanne. Are you and Ace riding together now? Ace wanted nothing to Whoa. do with that. <laughs> that was that was really mean. <laughs> really mean. Right now, I hope you were all listening uh, to that joke with your uh, beautiful Raycon earbuds in your ears because everything's going to sound better, right? Twenty percent funnier. That's what that was. That's uh, Raycon this summer. I'm talking premium audio everywhere you go with Raycon earbuds. They look, feel, and sound better than ever with three sound profiles just for you. And they match whatever you're listening to. They feature noise isolation and 
the awareness mode so you can choose to be immersed in sound and take a break from the outside world or tune into your surroundings when you need to. And you can listen while you travel or during a workout with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These Raycon earbuds fit every ear ever made, and they're comfortable enough for all-day wear. And remember, they do not budge. They won't fall out of your ears. And Raycon, you also get get a load of these numbers. Eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of battery life. And you'll love this. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands. And Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 56,000 five-star reviews. And right now, such a special deal. Go to buyraycon.com slash Tom today, the already low price, and get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash Tom. 15% off your Raycon purchase. That's buyraycon.com slash Tom. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. McGee. By the way, uh, the uh, video that Bob Zaney was referencing is available on Bob's website, which is at official Bob Zaney channel on YouTube. It's uh, at uh, it's Ron being interviewed at Cactus Pete's, and it's uh, there's a bunch of stuff we have also posted on the various Bob and Tom social media platforms, uh, and to get some of the behind the scenes stuff about uh, Ron. Uh, we are coming back, of course, with a little bit of history for you. It's very exciting. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Get a look at today's show on our YouTube channel. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. At the news desk, it's Christy Lee. Hi. There's Pat Godwin. Hello. He's in the performance room. There's Willie Griswold. What's up, man? There's Ace Cosby. Hey. There's Josh Arnold. Hi there. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Well, I'm glad Ace is here because the girls are ready to sing. Rules that sex <laughs> and yeah. with a deep Again. Ace Cosby. Joke of the day. We were talking about gold, goldfish earlier. Goldfish, that's right. I had a goldfish that could break dance on the carpet for like 20 seconds. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, it was, oh, it was dying. Why not break it? The throes of uh, death oh, is what that was. I had a goldfish <laughs> break dance on the carpet for about two minutes. 20 seconds. 20, 20 seconds. seconds. Yeah. It actually would be about two minutes. Uh, yeah. Throw the fish back in, you see. Guys. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> It's your uh, fault, Tom. Your uh, fault. Uh, well, I, I got some. I, my little girl won some goldfish yesterday, so we're trying to take care of them. Time now to uh, find out what a day this was in the world of history. That ladies. Time now to find out what a day this was. What a day it was. That was the day that was. What's today's day? Remember that you are there. Eight one. August one. And he would inter- interview uh, historical figure. And I'll go to Joan of Arc. Joan is Most a biased hot. journalist that ever uh, getting hot there yet, Joan? Right, uh, Walter Cronkite. You couldn't let, couldn't help it. Uh, his his political views get in the way of everything he reported on. That's, uh, <laughs> really, you done now? <laughs> Most um, trusted man in the United <laughs> right, States right. of the world. Uh, let's see. Um, 1968. Uh, Nixon. The, uh, no, the Beatles. <laughs> Nixon's the one. They oh. closed their famous store, the Apple Store they had. It was called the Apple Store in London. They stopped By the computers. way, in 68, the iPhone had a dial. It was very <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> old, old it was phone. Primitive. I, the Apple Watch uh, was a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, you had the to iPad eat. took up a whole room. Oh, that's a sketch. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. This is a quiz. Let me see. I'm going to try. True. Ace, do Ace. Okay. It's a tough one, Ace. 
uh, in the United States of America. That's your hint. <laughs> the last Playboy Club in the U.S. of A. closed in 1988 in this American city. Lansing? Oh, he knew that. Lansing? I've been there. Ace Maybe. and I have been there together with Kiss. <laughs> Oh, of course. Wow. Well, am I making that up? Uh, now, uh, you're nope. not going to uh, charge us. <laughs> Man, I love your jeans. Uh, to be here. Uh, kiss. Yep. Uh, we are kids. Well, I am kids. <laughs> uh, I'll still see that Playboy logo. Yeah, you will. No, I mean, it's just odd that people think it. I saw it on a T-shirt just yesterday at the fair. I thought it was, again, uh, Chicago well, or something. It wasn't Chicago. It was Lansing, was Michigan. The last one. The last one in America. Mm-hmm. I think, isn't there still one in the Middle East or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Saudi, yeah. <laughs> I think there is. I think there's still one somewhere. In, in any event, that was the last one in, the, in America. Okay, this one's for you, Josh. That's me. The movie buff. Uh, born in 1932 on this date, this actor famously portrayed Lurch. Oh. I forget this guy's name. And the oh, Adams family. <laughs> he, was, he was also, had a great scene in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Hmm. Some tall see- guy. I don't remember his name. Sundance, when this is over and he's dead, you're free to join us. <laughs> and then Paul Newman goes, if I'm dead at the end of this, kill him. And Sundance goes, love to. And then he waves it. Ted Cassidy. Ted Cassidy. Ah. Wow, chick. It's amazing. Very well done. Yeah. As Christy says, tall. Tall, man. Big guy. Very, very tall. Um, <laughs> Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid never disappoints. I could watch the whole thing. I'm, I might today. Colossal oh. entertainment. Amazing. Woodcock. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, who are those guys? Happy birthday, 1962. Mr. Wesley Snipes. Always bet on black. Uh, That's right. Um, Passenger 57. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taxes. IRS. Always pay your taxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes. Okay, here's a tough one. Willie. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, it's tough. Born in 1963, Norman Cook goes by what professional name? Norman Cook. Hmm, 1963, so he's a super old guy. Let me think. Hey, wait a minute. He's right there with uh, six years younger. I have no idea. I'll I'll give you a hint. The lady at Cedar Point we were talking about that insulted the kid. Fat kid? Uh, Jerry O'Connell. Fat kid. No. Uh, Fat boy slim. Oh. Oh. One of the great videos featuring Christopher Walken. Walken? Uh, Walken? Yep. Christopher Walken? And uh, let's see. Listen to it on my walk, man. Okay. <laughs> While you're taking a walk? <laughs> and I was watching a bowl fight. <laughs> now it's time for things we learned on today's show. <laughs> oh, you got it over there. I got it over here. Oh, that's tight. It looks like it's all typed up. What's going on? As opposed on? to sweat. Chicken scratch like that lazy Mark. <laughs> Leave my mark alone. What do you got, Tom? He's oh. taking more days off this year than. Do you, do you have Goblin. the music? <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah, that's Perfect. all you get. Give you a little bit. I don't if you're, you're going to usurp my authority, okay. that's all you here, get. Here, pass it over to Elvis. Let him oh. <laughs> Bring it over. Let's go. Hurry up. Josh is walking now. Over Are you Josh. walking? <laughs> He's walking over. Things we learned on the show today. Oh, my God, it is tight. Josh is looking for a turnkey country to buy, not a, not a fixer-upper. This is if he wins the lottery, he yeah. wants to buy his own country. Uh-huh. Uh, and the drawings tomorrow night. I can't wait. I'm yep. going to be a billionaire. 
Tom got no sleep due to winning seven goldfish at the fair. It was horrible. <laughs> had to build an aquarium. Build Didn't have one. to. Chose to. Had to build an aquarium from scratch. Cowgirl, cow no. the most dangerous sex position. Reverse cowgirl. Yes. Tom spotted in the wild this weekend at a very large state fair by someone who said, Hi, Tom. Did you get this email? Yes, said hi to a couple of folks, yeah. Did you say it all? Kind enough to say hello, of course. And menu anxiety is a real thing. Tom suffers from uh, that and also drive-through menu anxiety. (laughs) You got it all. You don't get nervous at the drive-through? No. You're slowing everybody down. You get nervous checking into a hotel. That's when you should get nervous. They know where you're sleeping? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. They know everything. They know exactly where you're staying. Yeah. They They have a key to get in your room. Let's go. They have a master key. It's time to go. Let's go, sir. What? Where are you? Shut up. Get in the car. You know your date is a professional. We've seen her here many times before. (laughs) And now, evidently, I'm sleeping with whores. Uh, (laughs) This is the Bob and Tom Show. Just got to get a hold of us. Call, fax, mail, or email. Get all the contact information you need at bobandtom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? (laughs) You pay me more. Jeff Smith teaches on the sliding scale. (laughs) Those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.